Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the host never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, the Dental Advice Show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we are on to part three of the epic yeah. um, <laughs> quarantine playlist. Uh-huh, the quarantunes, as uh, Zach I, put it. I did not think that this was going to be four hours no. of content when we when we were suggested this. I did hear some information, though. Okay. Do you know who Sarah Thiel is? It sounds familiar. Uh, like CE Zoom. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Sarah's a friend of mine, and she listens to the show from time to time. And so she listened, and she uh, sent me an email mm-hmm. saying that she met Dr. Sean, who suggested that we do this, mm. at uh, DIA, which um, Dental Influencers Alliance, or okay. Dental Instagram Assholes. Yeah. I forget what the name that's, of that stands for. That's what I thought the official... Uh, yeah. Okay. And she said he's extremely talented musically. That he oh. like there was a, a piano in the lobby of the hotel, and he just like sat down and just like fucking howl at the moon. Just started taking That's like awesome recommendation or, or uh, requests, and just started started just playing them. Put out just, a tip like, jar the top and of his head. he yeah. can uh, supplement this COVID thing. Sing us the song. You're the piano man. That's right. So I had no idea, Doctor Sean. Very cool. Um, from from uh, New Mexico, uh, the one who gave us, who birthed the uh, <laughs> yeah, who who <laughs> the one who to blame. the seed. <laughs> this is that, the guy we blame. Uh, inseminated your uterus, your uh-huh. music uterus. That's right. Um, and 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 uh, and created this yeah three part playlist, I baby. Mean an epidural. Um, we had yeah, I do I do too. Yeah. Uh, so where do we leave off? We finished the M's. Two. We finished with My Bloody Valentine. That's right. And so next up is the N's. And I had to I had to choose. It was going to be New Order, a band from Manchester. <laughs> of course. And I, I at first I was thinking it was going to be Shell Shock, but I thought... Um, so I would say Blue Monday would be the... the well, yeah, that was another good one, but I, th- <laughs> I, I went with... I went with State of the Nation. Okay, all right, because I'll take it. I don't know that one off the top of my head, but yeah. I like the title. I thought Blue Money was just a little too obvious because it's their biggest freaking hit. It financed so many things for them. All the hookers and blow and Hacienda. I'm looking at the lyrics of State of the Nation. Oh, yeah? You can walk or you can run. You don't have to be someone. I went on a summer cruise. So see, there it is. Ties back in. That's where all of this started was, I think, a cruise ship or something, right? Yeah, part of it. Let me just say this way. Okay. We don't need cruises anymore. I think it might be a dying thing. The whole industry can go to hell. And especially like any sort of CE based events that are built around cruises, yeah, those can also go to hell, and the people that run them can go to hell. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, on to the next one. <laughs> um, I thought you are familiar with the band New Politics. I I like New Politics. Um, they have a uh, they have a song called Girl Crush, which I uh-huh. like. They're from Copenhagen, so the only band I know of from Copenhagen, or at least it comes to mind. But I thought it would be good their their song Dyke Together. Oh, come, 
Did you say dyke together? <laughs> I didn't mean to, but <laughs> a die together. We're all going to die together. This COVID-19 is... Uh, we are. Just gonna- um, what, again, um, geographically uh, autistic. <laughs> okay. What, what, what country is... Is Copenhagen in Denmark? Denmark, yeah. Just right across so the water from Sweden that n- handled this better. What would be the national language in Denmark? Dutch? Danish. Danish. Mm-hmm. And that's a language? It is. It's very similar to German. Okay, that makes a little sense Ish. at least. Yeah, um, yeah. I, wh- that's the official like national language. I, th- I believe so. Yeah. Okay. It's like in Iceland, Icelandic is the official language, uh-huh. but everyone just speaks English everywhere. That's what, the way Europe is kind of going nowadays. Okay. Is I mean, you go to the Netherlands and you can get around just fine because everybody speaks English. And in northern now the Netherlands is different <laughs> than Denmark. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I told you I'm. I'm geogra- <laughs> I never took geography. Oh, really? Oh, but they're next to each other. They are right, right next to each other. Yeah, but and they speak Dutch. They there, do. Right? Those are the Dutch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we need the Dutch and the Danish? We do really we need don't. Two separate ones. Can we just make them one? You know. Well, that's what the whole EU was supposed to do. I don't think it's worked. That I don't well. think so. I think they have better ideas. But uh, who knew? I do like new politics. I saw them once. They played with Andrew McMahon. Uh, oh, did they? A tour of of the two of them together, and I think they they were kind of co headliners. Okay. Um, and uh, Andrew McMahon, uh, the the show that we went to, Andrew McMahon closed, and New Politics opened. Mm. But, uh, they were fun. They were really good. I had no idea when you hear their music. I don't pick up on an accent no. very well. No, they did very very well. Which is always kind of crazy to me that that i'll hear that all the time mm-hmm. like dave do you know who david gray is no david gray is like a singer songwriter really popular in the early 2000s he had a huge hit song called babylon um, well, that's the, okay I, I think that sounds yeah super english guy mm-hmm. and you hear him interviewed and he's like as 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 sort of british sounding as possible when he sings mm-hmm. just none of that accent in in his singing voice which is always fascinating to me how that happens mm-hmm. How you can sing in a different accent than you speak in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never, never understood that either. He's not like, have you ever seen an interview with the, the Gallagher brothers from Oasis and barely understand you can them? You barely understand what they say. And they start yeah. singing. I mean, it's rough. <laughs> in fact, the MTV really, had to subtitle really their interview because. Yes. So, so those are my favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> there was some other documentary that I was watching recently. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but it had some people from like, Scotland or Ireland or mm-hmm. something like that, like like uh, like our friend Chris Stafford, um, and and they had to subtitle whatever they said, and it's just. But then they start singing Wonderwall, and it's perfectly dictated English. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah, very strange. All right, what's after new politics? New politics. Um, going back to well, you know who Paul Oakenfold is? He's a DJ. I do. He's a famous DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, um, I, I went with a starry-eyed surprise. Because I do know that song. To this DJ, oh my, starry eyes surprise, Sunday in the sunrise, dance all night, we gonna dance all night, dance all night to this DJ, I sugar dance all night to this DJ, dance all night to this DJ, I love a dance all night to this DJ, Because uh, and he had uh, what Shifty Shellshock was uh, the yeah. sang it for him from uh, Paul Oakenfold. I would have guessed would have been like Norwegian or something. No, he's from London. He is from London. Yeah. Uh, his his Wikipedia titles him a record producer. Is that so? Yeah, he doesn't uh, play any instruments. I don't believe. 
So that's the high level. Like if you're a high level DJ like this, you are no longer a DJ because a DJ is like, yeah, that's mixing that stupid together. fuck who runs smiles at seas. Like he thinks he's a DJ. <laughs> right, right. Uh, this guy is like, that's why this guy's a record producer. Yeah. And um, Shifty Shellshock sang lead for Crazy Town and their big hit Butterfly. So that's, that's why I'm like, I wasn't a huge fan, but I just knew of him. So that's why I drew a blank on who the hell he was. The song Butterfly reminds me, what was the other song that we made fun of for so long? The uh, so Summer Girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the stupidest lyrics of all time. Uh-huh. The Butterfly's the same way. Like, like if you yeah. can imagine J- Jimmy Stewart. You're, you're my butterfly. <laughs> Sugar, baby. Like, there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's literally all the music. So generally, I would say like, ah, fuck this DJ. Like, you're all you do. Like, if what you play is a MacBook, get out of here. Um, but he actually made that actually good because the lyrics, yeah, not good. No, no, not so much. Not good. I do remember Starry Eye Surprise. It was on a commercial for something. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Let me see if I can remember. Um, um, I'll Google it. Starry Eye Surprise. I was just watching MTV. I was <laughs> funny. I was in Copenhagen and uh, it was a Diet Coke commercial. FYI. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that going, oh, it reminds me of this hotel in Copenhagen shifting channels and came up with that. MTV was always kind of a, a way to pass some time when middle of night in the unfamiliar country. Yeah, so, it's it's that and like CNN worldwide. Yeah, those are like the couple things because you just want something kind of familiar. Yeah, they're speaking your language and kind of yeah. keeping a little updated. And uh, yeah, I found CNN in the internationally is way better than CNN here. At oh, home. it's a hundred percent better. I wish we could get CNN international here. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of BBC World okay, News. Yeah, yeah, they're good too. Uh, there and, and so it's. They had a great deal where, like, the Scottish Minister of Health, you know, told everyone, like, stay at home, mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. Okay. And she got arrested for going to her country home, like, <laughs> twice. Not once, oh but God. twice. Oh. So she gets arrested and she's like, do you know who I am? Which is a tough look. Oh, yeah, never And then the guy's like, yeah, like, all the rest of the country is following your orders to uh-huh. stay at home. So that happened once, and then it happened again the next weekend. I mean, and so timing, she, Jesus woman. Yeah, really bad. And she had to. Uh, she, I mean, this is huge news in in the UK. She um, she like offered to resign, uh-huh. and uh, whoever the uh, does does Scotland have a prime minister? Do they have, whatever they have, sure. they they would not accept the resignation. Oh God! So it's kind of like those politicians that are are trumping or. Stomping out there for gun control, and they don't. Guns are bad. Guns are bad, and then they get caught buying a gun. Yeah, not once, but <laughs> twice. Yeah, about an Uzi <laughs> and an AK forty-seven. Uh-huh. Like well, the, yeah. a week later, of course. <laughs> Just like Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, all right, man. coming back home, we're gonna go to uh, Orange County. Uh, to a band that I fell in love with in the early 90s. And they just, and I thought, oh, they're going to be huge. They're going to go. And they went nowhere. Um, ever heard of the band The Origin? I have not. I thought you were going to drop Red Hot Chili Peppers for a second. Oh, but they went huge. <laughs> that's, that's, because you're like coming back here, coming back to Orange County. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's got, and, and to the early 90s, I'm like, oh, Red Hot, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, to me, there's the band. Is, band, is band the Origin the, or Origin? Yeah, The Origin. And I, I chose the song um, Growing Old because the lyric is, I'm not growing old.
either, Rona. Yeah, I, we can only hope. <laughs> um, they don't have good SEO either because when you search for yeah. the origin, <laughs> a, a uh, software company comes up. Um, yeah, 85 to 92. Oh, so wow. They, they were around for a little bit, yeah. And I, I kind of discovered them in 91. And uh, really, only I think they only had two albums, two CDs. And uh, Listen to this genre mm. and tell me what you think of this. Okay. It says the genres are indie rock, okay. alternative, and power pop. Yeah, power. that's a typical power pop. What is power pop? I've never heard of power pop. <sighs> um, Matthew Sweet. Um, power pop is generally you're going to have like a semi-sonic would be considered power pop. You're going you're gonna to have a trio usually. Uh, sometimes I'll call it a power okay. trio. It's, it's melodic. It's got... Um, it's not like going to be. I I saw a video on Pornhub with the power trio. Okay, a couple right. Days ago. Yeah. right, right. I know. What you're, so I know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is saying Wikipedia for power pop uh-huh. uh, is bringing up Cheap Trick, The Knack, The Romantics, Nick Lowe, Dave Edmonds, Dwight Tilly. Um, like My Sharona would be a sure. song. Um, so yeah, I mean that's all, I guess earlier yeah. stuff, and then it basically says that. Um, the Who, the Beatles, the Beach Boy, and the Birds are all the uh, originators mm. of power pop. Okay. Again, that does sound like a, 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 a genre on Pornhub as well. Power pop uh-huh. would be a, a Pornhub genre. I, I've subscribed. So, <laughs> All right, back to Manchester. Uh, a band that you would pro- you'd probably know that just didn't know where they're from, um, The Outfield. I do know The Outfield. I, I love that song. Um, just is on a vacation far away. I love that yeah. one. So Say It Isn't So is the song that I chose because uh, I just... they Are you telling me they have another song than that? <laughs> They've got like four or five really good songs, but... Um, okay. Yeah. That's the only one everybody knows <laughs> is, is I Don't Want to Lose Your Love Tonight. Yeah. yeah. So w- which one did you pick? Say It Isn't So. Because um, I just heard that Oregon is shut down the Department of Health until September, and Washington tends to always wait, 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 one wait, wait, up. Wait. Shut down the Department of Health. What it, What does that mean? I think they're just you're on your own. <laughs> How can the Department of Health shut down during a pandemic? That's the um, headline I saw, and so knowing my state that it's Oregon and Washington is always trying to one up each other. So when Inslee said, or my governor said, we're close till May 18th, Oregon said, you know, I'll see you that and raise you June 15th. And uh, so... So are you saying that Oregon's dentist, dental offices are closed until September now? Uh, or their I department think, of health? I don't think they've said that. What uh, um, I think they're saying is, like, they're not renewing licenses. They're not, you know, they're, they're going to give you a pass. Anything that expires between now and then, um, they're going to look the other way while they clear the clutter and get to it eventually okay no one i feel like the department of health should be fucking working right now it should be overtime i, I think but I, I yeah i think it's more of uh I mean, like i saw that the dmv they're just closed indefinitely and they'll, they'll let you know uh but nobody needs the fucking dmv yeah your your license that expired right now we're gonna forgive it for 90 days or more so it's just a whole bunch of question marks with everything no one really knows no one really knows aye, aye, aye. um i have an outfield story oh What's the name of that song that I, that I said? It, it's uh, tonight. Your love is, is it? Oh, oh, it's your love. That's right. Yeah, your love. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Mike made a big deal out of this because when Mike and I were were becoming friends mm-hmm. and 
he had talked about like we had talked about wanting to do a podcast here. He's like the first thing I did was Google your ass to see like what kind of shit came up. Ooh. Um and so he Googled me and he found what he found was an article by San Antonio magazine, mm-hmm. um, which was their um ten most eligible bachelors uh-huh. yeah. uh uh issue. And I don't even remember what year this was. Um so they had like had this like citywide call is like nominate people that mm-hmm. you think may be a bachelor or whatever and some patient nominated me because um, I was pretty freshly divorced okay. and scarred inside my head. Mm-hmm. So the San Antonio Magazine calls me and they're like, hey, you know, we're interviewing people. Um, all proceeds go to Wounded Warriors Foundation. So cool. you can't say no oh, to no. the fucking Wounded Warriors. You're a like, dick if you do. Yeah. So you, I was like, yeah, like I'll come to the interview or whatever. So I go to the interview mm-hmm. and it's like, six questions whatever they take some like headshots um and then like a month later they released the list of their 10 most eligible bachelors and i was on the list okay so then it was like all right cool we've got these 10 guys now you're gonna do press for us like well, i have a business to run mm-hmm. like oh, we'll make it easy for you so it was like you know it'd be like oh one morning we need six of you to be at this tv studio at seven in the morning like all right whatever and then they started adding more stuff on. And then, like, the culminating event was a silent auction for, like, fucking date nights with us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that night came, and they... Have you ever been auctioned off? Probably not. You got married pretty young. Yeah, I, my auctioning... No. <laughs> okay. So it's not fun. Um, <laughs> so they bring you up Especially on stage. Especially when no one bids. And, right. Like, come and on, you mom. just stand there. Well, it was... <laughs> There was like a weird bidding war at mine between two people, Uh-oh. which is strange. Yeah. Like driving the bids up. It was very strange. Anyway. Sounds like uh, Uncut Gems. I still haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I need to. So they come up to me like 10 minutes before the thing. They came up to everybody and like, we want, like, what's your walk-up music? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. And all the other guys are picking like Jay-Z and okay. garbage. And I'm like, sure. no, nah, that's not really my deal. Um, cause like some of them, I'm like listening to the lyrics and it was like, I don't know. And so I was crew. like, yeah. And I, so I sort of <laughs> like, let's just let everybody know what this shit's about. So I picked your love by the outfield, which is like, <laughs> I just want to use your love tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and no one can hear that song and not like, it's just, it's like an infectious song. It is. Everyone it is. like, and so that, that was my walk up song for that. And so, um. I, I, I every time I hear it, I think of that weird, crazy night um, that ended up like in weird bidding wars yeah. and stuff like that. Yikes! Your love. I didn't know they were from Manchester, though. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I thought they were Canadian. Just, oh well. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up is a local band. Um, you might have heard of this band. Um, they used to be called Mother Love Bone, but then they changed the name to Pearl Jam. Yeah, they also used their. They had another name. Green as well. River. Do you remember what there was another name too? Yeah, Green River, then uh, Mother Love Bone, and then uh, Pearl Jam. Uh, You're missing one. You're missing one. You're missing the best one. Well, they were nicknamed Mookie. Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, I had a tank top that said Mookie, and it had the number ten on the back, and it was the. Oh, that's so good. I bought that so at the they first were on. Concert. Yeah, they were on the bill. Uh, Eddie Vedder and um, uh, oh fuck, uh, Jeff. Jeff, I meant. Um, yeah. Um, we're on the Bill Simmons podcast probably two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two hour interview. Nice. Um, and they talked about the name Mookie Blaylock. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's 91. Yeah. It's Seattle. Uh-huh. So they're huge Sonic fans because the, the Sonics are getting good. Mm-hmm. They've got Gary Payton, young Gary Payton, young Sean Kemp, mm-hmm. Xavier McDaniel, Detlef Shrimp. Didn't have Detlef yet. Trying to th- 
Detlef, what was 93, maybe? Yeah. Um, but they had a good team. I mean, they had, yeah. they had one of those teams you look at like, oh, this is going to be a team. Young and hungry. Um, and so the the guys at Pearl Jam were all big fans of basketball cards. Mm-hmm. And so they would like anywhere they could go that, you know, any like gas station or, or service station or whatever that they went to had a basketball cards, they'd get basketball cards. Mm-hmm. And so they bought a pack of basketball cards and they were like flipping through them. And, the, and some club guy was like, hey, we'd like to book you to play a show. What's the name of your band? And the card that was like on the top of the pack mm-hmm. was Mookie Blaylock. Gotcha. So just like Mookie Blaylock is our name. Um, and then obviously it, it changed later. Yeah. But, um, really good interview. It, awesome. Now, I'm going to find that I one. want short of this, short of, of this playlist, mm-hmm. if you had to pick one Pearl Jam song, what is. What is your number one Pearl Jam song of all time? Oh, fuck. Um, probably Jeremy. That's the song that I sort of remember. Um, I mean, it's like, yeah. that's the first time I ever heard of Pearl Jam. Okay. It's the one that um, I hum along, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But God, their first album, 10, was so good. There's so many. I chose. I'll take Corduroy. Okay. That's, that's going to be my pick. Okay. But I do, I do fucking love like the acoustic. Eddie Vedder version of Better Man. Uh-huh. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, they're one of those, are they the last great rock band? Yeah, you know, you can certainly make an argument for it. You know, you- So who else would be a contender? You two. I think Pearl Jam is light years better than you two. Mm-hmm. Would you put Coldplay on there? No, I wouldn't. Um, Foo Fighters? Yeah. I mean, that's like, it's such a, sh- like the- Rock is so kind of dead that it's like yeah, it really is. It um, I think they're they're like the they're they hold the title belt. They probably I mean, they hold it for a long time. Well, and you got to give props. I mean, in the height of their influence, they decided to take on Ticketmaster and the monopoly, and they they pretty much threw away millions of dollars to take on this yeah. fight on our behalf because it didn't really matter to them. So I mean that that just elevates their status in my book, just because they they were socially conscious as well. It just feels like if if there were young people today mm-hmm. who had the kind of skills and whatnot that Pearl Jam had mm-hmm. uh, or had the talent, I feel like it would be a hip hop act and not a rock act. Yeah, today I think so. I think so. And that's sort of like as somebody who's grown up loving rock, like that's mm-hmm. tough. It's a hard, hard, to, hard pill to swallow. Yeah, for sure. So, what, which Pearl Jam song do you pick for this? It was the obvious one, "Alive." Alive. Like even even on the nose, it's just like fuck. Yeah, it's good. Such a good one. Um, such a good one. What year is alive? Ninety four? No, it's off ten. So it's ninety one. Oh, that's okay. Early. Mm-hmm. Um, God, fuck. I mean, you hear that guitar? It's just yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Like, when when is the next band that's going to be as good as Pearl Jam comes out? I, I it may never. Like it, it's. Oh. Yeah, and what was so funny? They came out pretty much within weeks of Nevermind with Nirvana and. You know, people were like, I, yeah. we, play, we play Pearl Jam, and people are like, who's this? Nirvana had already hit. And we're like, well, Pearl Jam is like Nirvana, but they can actually carry a tune. And they actually have talent and that kind of stuff. And people are like, ah. And we're like, no, they're, they're going to be, they'll be big. 
and no one thought they could be bigger than Nirvana, and here they are still still producing. And uh, all right, so this is a hot take. Okay, and and I'm going to preface this by saying I enjoy both of those bands very very much. Exactly. In fact, yeah. we we've been going through Westworld. Oh, um, okay, and. There was a scene in like the last part of season two of Westworld mm-hmm. where one thing about Westworld is there's a lot of piano music because it's like yeah. the robots playing the piano, uh-huh. but they'll pick like popular songs, mm-hmm. but they'll just be acoustic piano versions of them. Yeah. And they had one that was heart shaped boxed by Nirvana. Mm-hmm. That was, it was so good. Yeah. And you like, you're, I'm listening to the music and I'm like, shit, like I can hear the Kurt Cobain uh-huh. album version of Heart Shape Box in my head and I hear this version and that's how you know it's good music is that both of them are great. Yeah. Right? Some, of the, some of the fun of Westworld was was you're singing along with a song going, what what am I, what song is this? Yeah. And so like you're listening to this sort of like solo piano Western mm-hmm. version of Heart Shape Box and it's still amazing. Uh-huh. The, that's how well the song is written that it doesn't matter what instrument it's played on. It doesn't matter what style it's played in. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. That being said, if I had to pick one band over the other, mm-hmm. I would pick Pearl Jam over Nirvana every day of the week. Yeah, same. I, I, it wasn't that Part- way originally, but that would become that way for sure. Is it catalog? Is it depth of catalog? Because obviously Nirvana wasn't able yeah. to generate a depth of catalog. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's hard to pinpoint. It's hard to say. I, I think there was just more depth to this the range of there's music. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much more yeah. to Pearl Jam. I feel like I think I so. Know. I think so. Fuck! It's hard to believe that those bands came out of the same place at the same time. Yeah, I know. And crazy, they weren't the other only ones. No, we were such a hotbed for so <laughs> like Soundgarden. Oh my god! Yeah. And, it's it's embar- it's actually embarrassing, Lance. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed for the city of Seattle <laughs> of how much great music came yeah. and how many great bands and how many great songwriters and lyricists. Yeah, that's like that's the thing about Pearl Jam or, Nirv- or Nirvana. Their lyrics are amazing. Mm-hmm. It translates to any kind of music you could play mm-hmm. um, alive as um, you know a bluegrass song, and it would be great. Yeah, because it's well-written music and i don't know if if we have that anymore like i don't think hip-hop translates to that so much no no or at least a lot of it yeah the next song is kind of in the same vein where it's it's remade done differently and it's still just an awesome song so the this i'm doing peter gabriel and i love peter gabriel so he's from basically chobham i think is southwest of london he's he's basically a londoner but he redid here the song i chose is a cover of a david bowie song called heroes I have okay. I have a lot of thoughts. First okay. question: Peter Gabriel was a member of what band? Genesis. Who is your favorite member of Genesis? Phil Collins. Really? Well, not Mike Rutherford. I think it's Peter Gabriel. No, nah, I, I was a big 
big Phil Collins fan. Okay. So I just like all right. So Peter Gabriel has, in my opinion, one of the greatest love songs of all time. In in my world, a top five love song called "In Your Eyes." In your eyes, yeah, for sure. It's it's so perfect. But then he has all this other like Sledgehammer's great. I don't know. I just shock the monkey. Maybe it's, yes, that's. I mean, that's what I've been doing <laughs> twice a day for the uh-huh. last. Um, I just. I, maybe it's sort of the. Um, you know, I like kind of picking the the ones like not the obvious pick or whatever. Maybe yeah. that's part of it. I just love Peter Gabriel, and I would listen to Peter Gabriel ahead of Phil Collins almost every almost every time. Okay, all right. Now that being said, there is. I do. I am dying for Andrew McMahon. To do a cover of "Against All Odds" by Phil Collins, oh, that would be good on his piano. I think it'd be amazing. I've, you know, how those guys tweeted at Weezer uh-huh. like a million yeah. times to cover <laughs> Africa. Uh-huh. I want to set up a bot to do that to Andrew McMahon to cover uh, "Against All Odds." We should so do that. Be, we should do amazing. that. Um, we should do that. So this, uh, what was the? Uh, oh, oh, the David Bowie. Yeah, cover. He- heroes. I'm going to posit something to you. Okay. David Bowie is the most important musician of the 20th century. You know, you could certainly make a good argument for that, for sure. I mean, what what he impacted, what he affected, he is responsible, ostensibly, for a synthesizer to be used in music at all. Kind of came from him, okay, or it was popularized because of him. His his whole his well, whole he kind of created like, glam, right? But then his whole deal of like just having themes to albums. Yeah, that that right? was right. Yeah. And then like, oh, this album is this theme and then I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. Like that I, I don't like he was the first guy to do that. I think so. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like David if if David Bowie didn't exist, I think music today is completely different. Oh yeah. And I well, think the last 40 years of music is different. Kind of like uh did you ever see the movie Yesterday? I have not seen it. Okay. Do you know the premise? It seemed, yeah, it seemed kitschy to me. Yeah, it was and a, like a mindless. Look, I've been watching a lot of movies. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but it certainly got you thinking. What if the Beatles didn't exist? How would that affect um, so many other things? And there were there were times the guy would Google search things and like Coca Cola didn't exist, and he's like, what? It was just a weird world without the Beatles. So it would be a definitely a weird world without David Bowie and the influences that uh, he had on other artists. I mean, look at the right, that, Iggy Pop. Right. Yeah. That's, that's sort of what I mean. It's like the tree from David Bowie. Yeah. And obviously the tree from the Beatles runs deep. Those roots run really deep. Don't get me wrong. Like that's an easy one to call out. Right. I feel like the roots of David Bowie are just as deep and just as intertwined mm-hmm. as the roots of the Beatles. But I don't think that most people would bring him up as, yeah, no, as, it, as, as like that vitally influential to music where we are today. Yeah. Do you know what his real name was? I don't, to be honest with you. David Jones. Do you know yeah, why I'm, he didn't go by David Jones? Well, I'm assuming because there was there was Davy Jones, right? Uh-huh, from the Monkees. From the Monkees. <laughs> I, I, didn't Holly post something about the Monkees? Yeah, yeah. We were recently watching the other day. It was like, it's come to this, and we were watching some Monkees reruns. Okay, so <laughs> I distinctly remember the Monkees television show. Uh-huh. Now, I don't remember, like, I don't remember anything about the Monkees other than the show and other than the opening credits of this. I still remember the fucking song. Uh-huh. It's just, like, embedded <laughs> in my head forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, them, they were on, like, a skateboard or, or something, like, four-poster bed yeah. on wheels or something. Going across like, the Like, rolling street. down, like, mm-hmm. a street in San Francisco or something like that. Yeah. Why do I remember that, Lance? Because you watched that the opening so many times. 35 years ago. 
Yeah, it's been in syndication for quite some time. And I've never seen it since, but I still can picture that and I can I know the lyrics. Yeah. There's other shit that I need to replace that with. You Lance, probably should. I need to delete that from I need to blast my cache of all monkeys related knowledge. You'd be better off for it, I'm sure, yeah. Heroes is a good one. Um that's one of the songs that's been covered about a million times, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So and the, this Peter Gabriel version was uh, one of my faves. So we need we need somebody to figure this shit out. We, we do need a fucking hero. We need a hero. We need a Where hero. Where are they? Uh, next Where up, are they? Staying with uh, London, a band named Placebo. Familiar with Placebo? Um, no, but most of my medications are placebo. So <laughs> right. So I chose the song "Too Many Friends." COVID-19, we won't have to worry about that. We'll have thinned the herd a bit. I hope so. <laughs> I hope I've said enough things to offend en- enough people. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. My friend list uh, gets thinner and thinner as the days go on. I saw today that uh, somebody was talking about how uh, um, negative pressure, we're going to have to install negative uh, pressure. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's get this straight. So my profit margin on a profi is slim as it is. Mm-hmm. And now you want me to put in, God knows, $20,000 worth of 30, 40, 50,000. I don't know how much it costs. I don't either, but. Of yeah. like how they turned the fucking Elliot kid's house in ET. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do that to my fucking dental office uh-huh. for a $74 profi. Are you insane? Yeah. No. no like, it, fucking burn it down. I will burn my fucking office to the ground before I do that. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it was Pennsylvania said that they were going to require that. Yeah, well, and they already rescinded that because they realized, oh, that's just so dumb. It's fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, let, let's let's calm down, people. Slow your roll. First off, the entire fucking state of Pennsylvania sucks. Pretty All much. Of, uh, it, it's, a, it's a state built off the city of Philadelphia. The most, the most fucking assholes per capita, per capita <laughs> of any city in uh-huh. the country. Okay. The Eagles are assholes. The only good thing to ever come out of the city of Philadelphia is a little television show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If it right. wasn't for Sunny, I would say bomb that fucking city to the ground. <laughs> if, the, if the Pennsylvania Dental Board thinks that we are going to put negative pressure ET rooms in our in mm-hmm. our uh, hygiene rooms, you better start doubling or tripling what a profi cost. Exactly. So sp- start talking to fucking Delta Pennsylvania Dental Board because mm-hmm. otherwise you are out of your gourd. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be some pushback. Sorry. A little. Um, coming back to Seattle, uh, I think I've talked about them before, the Posies. You re- remember me I've saying anything about them? I've heard you talk about them before. Yeah, I saw them um, at an acoustic what- concert recently. But uh, they were they were big. They kind of hit the scene right before Nirvana and Pearl Jam and everybody. They were the one that we all thought was going to go huge. And suddenly Nirvana took over and kind of left the posies kind of in the dust. Um, so we're talking late 80s. Late 80s, yeah. I think their first album I ha- uh, was like 1986. Band call- uh, the album was called Failure. And, uh, it Sounds like my dental office. Pretty much. Pretty much. I thought that this song, Going, Going, Gone. And it won't be very long. Till I'm going, going gone And there's really something wrong with me And if you had It would be perfect because that's uh, 
so many COVID-19 patients. Well, and it's so many dental practices. <laughs> and I mean, practices. If we're talking, and, you said September or whatever. Yeah. You know, like if it's September, you think it's 50%, you think it's 30%, like what percent of dental practices if don't exist If anymore? we're shut down for that long, it's like a majority. It's like 90%. It's, it's burn it down, clear the deck, and start over for, for everyone. And they're... What's the time length before everybody, before every dentist? Is it a year? Does it take a year before every dentist has to shut down? Yeah, I would probably. I, I think the big corporations that have big money behind them can survive it and then just gobble everybody up. I don't even know then, man. A year of nothing? Well, I'm sure they've diversified their assets to be able to... Fuck, I, honestly, I don't know. I'm just talking my ass. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm thinking like it's going to be a vaccine before this is over. Yeah. And, and that's just that's just my mind going to dark places lately. And, uh-huh. Um, that's it's hard just, not to. Sorry. I, I apologize. It sort of is what it is. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't see, I don't see where we get out of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So next up, uh, if I said the name Shane McGowan, would that say mean anything to you? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> this is the guy that I think actually he's got his teeth fixed, but he's had the ugliest grill for the past 30 years. He lead singer I'm looking of, at pictures. Lead singer of the Pogues. Familiar with the Pogues? Looking at, I don't know about the Pogues. I'm looking at this guy. Um, yeah, very tough look. Uh, he still has a gold crown on number 10. Okay. I think last I heard, someone like had pulled all his teeth, like all in four kind of a deal. Like he he just had nothing for years. Yeah. So I'm looking at a picture of him here where he does sort of look like Golem. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. For sure. And he just, I mean, he has meth. He has like. It was meth mouth before it was fashionable. Yeah. That's a very tough look. Yeah, so um, I chose the, the the song "Sick Bed" of I don't know, it's Cuculane. When you pissed yourself in Frankfurt and got sipped out in Cologne, and you heard the rattling of trains as you lay there all along, Frank Ryan bought your whiskey in a brothel in Madrid, and you text some fucking blackshirt who was cursing all the yeats, and a sick bed of Cuculane will nail us say a prayer, but it goes so rattling at the door and the devil's in the chair. <laughs> Cuculin, Cuculin. I, I can't ever pronounce Irish stuff because they never use their vowels so, the way they're supposed all right, to. Here's, I'll, I'll just give you a tip. Okay. You just get fucking blitz drunk, <laughs> and then just make a grunt sound, and that's pretty much it. That is, yeah. Well, that's Northern Ireland, yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's, well, that's, that's, that's easy. actually, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, staying over in the UK. Uh, Town of Glasgow. You ever heard of Primal Scream? <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> Adam Carolla. His mother met his father-in-law. No, his mother met his stepfather at Primal Scream therapy. Okay. So yes. So tears for fears was, and Primal Scream are, are methods of the same for the same purpose. Okay. And uh, Primal Scream. Um, I just like the song Loaded. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party.
because what else are you going to do during the thing? Get loaded. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I hit a vape pen pretty hard the other night okay. um, and had all kinds of crazy dreams about the Queen of England. Oh. I mean, not like sex dreams. Well, but, let's <laughs> I be mean, honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I, the only thing I can relate it to was um, was the weed. Um, okay. And uh, and and it was like a Wednesday night or something. It was a night that I would never get never get blitzed. Uh-huh. Um, but now it doesn't really matter. Doesn't no, not so much, not so much. All right, coming back to America, uh, we talked about Post Malone before. <laughs> We've <laughs> talked about Post a lot. Uh-huh. And have you, have you do you figure out who he is yet? I mean, other than someone that you don't want your daughter to date, um, yeah, seems like a nice guy. You think? Yeah. I don't know. He actually Seriously, seemed, he actually if one of your daughters like, came home with him and he, oh, and he I, wasn't like a multi-million-dollar, I would be you know, judging the hell star, out of this boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want the I want that admission. Oh, absolutely. I was thinking twice. If he pulls up in a '97 cover. Civic, yeah. you're like, what are you doing with this piece of shit? Uh, and his yeah. goal in life was nothing more than to be a subway sandwich artist. Yeah, I'm. Thinking right. twice about my daughter's yeah. brain capacity, but but he's a nice guy. It seems. Anyway, I, the the song "Die for Me." Said you die for me, you die for me, you die for me. But you lied to me, you lied to me, you lied to me. Said you die for me, you die for me, you die for me. But you lied to me, you lied to me, you lied to me. Because there's a lot of a lot of that going around. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody asked me the other day, I was like, what did people do like during polio and stuff like that? Exactly. And I, I was just like, I think they just let people die. Yeah. They were just living in fear and they, they, they did their PPE and they did all their trying to avoid when they could. I mean, you know, leprosy. We, we just put them all on an island and, and say, don't leave. Could we do that? I mean, I, I guess we'd have to be able to test. I think we could have early on. I think it's too late. Yeah. How big of an like, island would you need? Australia. Well, we've got a hundred thousand. <laughs> I mean, you could do you could do Hawaii. A hundred thousand people could live in Hawaii, right? Hundred fifty thousand, whatever it is now. Yeah, yeah, probably more than. I mean, more than a hundred fifty thousand live in Honolulu. Right. Yeah. I, I, so we just need to empty the the state of Hawaii. Yeah. Move kick everybody, everybody out. there and mm-hmm. get the fuck back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea to me. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, I think it might actually be cheaper than what we've been trying to do <laughs> with all these like yeah. multi-trillion dollar stimuluses. Like, I think that would be much less expensive to just move everybody to Hawaii, mm-hmm. move everybody that lives in Hawaii out of Hawaii, and then and then close it down. I think that'd be cheaper. I Maybe think, I'm wrong. I think you're on to something. I think you're on. Write your congressman. Let's uh, email <laughs> campaign. <laughs> all right, back to the UK because I UK centric uh, band named Pulp. You ever heard of Pulp from Sheffield? I have not. Um, okay. Again, tough SEO name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I chose the song Help the Aged. Help the Aged. One time they were just like you. Drinking, smoking, sex, and sniffing glue. Help the Aged. Because... Um, <laughs> That's kind of what we're doing. I don't know if you've seen our stuff on Facebook. We go visit my folks, bring them groceries, and leave it on the yeah. doorstep. And then we go on the deck and talk. We'll, we'll be we'll look at them through the glass, the sliding glass window. Um, but we we'll use uh, FaceTime or uh, you know a speakerphone to, to to communicate. And we'll do that. So far, it's like once a week. But I've been doing that with my mom. My yeah. mom is in like a senior living center. They're basically in prison. They yeah. cannot leave their room. 
Um, there's no, like, the, they, they bring the food to them. There's no dining hall. Um, they do hallway bingo. <laughs> okay. Which is they have to stand in their doorway or sit in their doorway, and they give them bingo cards, and the bingo caller stands, like, at the end of the hallway with a, a um, megaphone. Uh-huh. It just screams out the bingo numbers. And you have to, but you have to stay in your doorway. You can't leave your doorway. Nice. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Like, I, uh. I just, I mean, it, we're paying like $4,500 a month for her to be in prison, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, hope this it's ends. Very, very hope sad. this ends soon. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. up is REM, but not the obvious song. What's, uh, what's your take on REM? Uh, I was a big fan. Big, big fan. Okay. Okay. A little before my time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I... I do have I do have one REM song that I fucking love. Which one? It's not It's not on your radar. It's What's the Frequency, Kenneth? Kenneth, yeah, from Monster. I, I love that song. <laughs> it's a great one. But, like, I don't get... Like, Losing My Religion, mm-hmm. I, I don't love that one. That was I now like when it. they were trying to get experimental, and they thought they were going to change the way that music was done and, and, and stuff, and they just went back to their roots a couple albums later. Are you doing Everybody Hurts? I'm not. I'm doing Welcome to the Occupation. Welcome to the Occupation. Hang your collar up inside. Hang your freedom higher. Listen to the buyer still. Listen to the Congress where we propagate. Early R.E.M.? Uh, it's the song just before um, End of the World. Okay. Um, Everybody Hurts. That music video was filmed in San Antonio. Oh, was it really? It's, it's, the, it's the most famous thing San Antonio has ever been associated <laughs> with. I think that was a bigger deal than like the Spurs winning the title when, really? when R.E.M. came here to film that. They shut down the entire city for a day. I remember it. I mean, because I was like in... I was probably in high school at the time. Yeah, Everybody Hurts was probably, what, 90... I think I was in 92, 93? 93, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, I was in high school, and they shut the city down. Um, I guess that's... A, is that from Automatic for the People? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they chose San Antonio. Wow. Of all places that have a freeway system. Uh, probably well, just t- a city they could control. Uh, yeah, basically. They, they literally got to call the shots. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm sorry, which one did you say you picked? Welcome to the occupation. I just feel like uh, government exerting their influence to just martial law practically that, um, feels occupied. Yeah. So someone asked me the other day, what, like, cause I've been saying that I, I am not sure about the future of dentistry and uh-huh. all that. And someone asked me, like, what would you do? And I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. I don't really, nothing that uh, could actually pay my bills. So, uh, yeah, looking at Plan B, I'm not sure what that would be. That, but it's not—it's not even like Plan B. Like I've spent, you know, eight years of school and then mm-hmm. 15 years of this, hundreds of thousands of dollars on education that will not yeah. be forgiven, no, right? Like no. it's not like they're going to refund that. No, all the money I put into the practice, the value of the practice, the you know, the the million plus dollar value of the practice mm-hmm. that I built from nothing that's now worthless. Like mm-hmm. th- there's no way to ever make any of that whole, and then it would require training or more education, which of which that doesn't exist currently because there's no school that happens right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so like, wh- what do you do with 
a hundred thousand dentists in this country. Start turning tricks. I mean, basically. Yeah. And I don't know how many people are going to pay because I'm not that well endowed. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you just agreed with that. You could have like pretended like, oh no, it's like it's good. No, you're you've got exactly what you need. Yeah. Uh, no, you just went, yeah, yeah. That sucks. I agree. Small big <laughs> Sam over here. Uh. Anyway. All right. What's your next one? Uh, the band Rat. <laughs> like R A T T Rat. Yeah, from Hollywood. The is song it? Round and Round, because that yeah. just seems to be every day is running you round and round. me right around, baby, right around. That's the one, uh, right? That's Dead or Alive. So. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I knew right from the beginning that you wouldn't know I knew right from the start you'd put an arrow remember this song because i do remember rat and that because uh-huh. i remember like when uh when napster well i no. remember when napster started okay and wanting to get that you spin me right round baby song and like uh-huh. for some reason whatever search engine i used at the time alta uh-huh. vista or yeah. lycos or whatever garbage <laughs> led me to rat Angel round Fire. and round and i remember like downloading that on napster uh-huh. on like a fucking 24-4 baud modem yeah yeah. And it taking like six hours uh-huh. and like listen to it and be like, this isn't even the right song. Yeah. Yeah. And then having to like figure out <laughs> it's a hair did. metal band from the eighties. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. It was also famous because Milton Burl was the uncle of, uh, the, like the lead singer or something. And so as a favor to his nephew, he was in their video. A Milton curl as he was called because he had a massive, massive wing apparently. Huh? Curl because of never the priorities? I mean, like, no, curl because it was so large that he had to roll it up to keep it in his pants. Have <laughs> you never heard this? No. What? No. How I, have you I, never I, heard that Milton Burl had a huge I wing? I don't know, but I feel left out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to search Milton Burl penis. Well, as we all do. <laughs> this is uh, a headline. History's most notorious penises from medium.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Number one is Milton Pearl. No, really? Yes. Not Dirk Diggler? No. Number two is Lyndon Baines Johnson, a.k.a. <laughs> Lyndon Vaines Johnson. Oh, my God. And number three is Rasputin. Wow. It says here, Milton Pearl, comedian and icon of TV and radio. The penis. The size of Uncle Milty's enormous schlong is probably a bigger part of showbiz legend than his owner. Um the, the story wow. is so persuasive and has enough eyewitnesses. Burl said uh, he liked to let it hang out of his uh, during his dressing room while he was in his dressing room. Uh, unfurled is is the term that is used. He had to unfurl it. Lance, there's only other one thing that I've heard of people using the term unfurl. What do you know what, what I'm talking about? I've only ever heard of someone unfurling a flag. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of the image. Not a, not a penis. No, no, can't say I've been uh, encumbered with that issue. <laughs> and I love Lyndon Vaines Johnson. <laughs> <It's so> wow, 
Yeah, and uh, then Rasputin. Um, who yeah, else? Those are like the three. Uh, those three? Okay. Uh, it, well, so this has, it also has um, Napoleon. Really? It says Napoleon's Short little man penis, had, uh... Yeah, is presently in Inglewood, New Jersey. Because of course it is. <laughs> um, the, in a 2015 article in the Washington Post, uh-huh. I'm so glad that good journalism is still alive. Uh-huh, right? yeah. Cataloged the path of Bonaparte's penis from Napoleon himself to an Italian priest to a London bookseller to a book dealer in Philadelphia, fuck Philadelphia, to a French museum in New York. From there, after being displayed for decades, it was bought in an auction in Paris in 1977 by an American urologist whose descendants currently live in New Jersey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is why we need the COVID. The Rona needs to clear these people out. Clear out all of New Jersey, except for my brother and his family. And, uh, oh, holy shit. Wow. Anyway, I'm surprised you didn't know about Milton Burles. Yeah. Wow. I feel so sheltered. You could deep dive on that. I just might. Literally. What else do I have to do? Exactly. All right. From Champaign, Illinois, the most famous band from Champaign, Illinois, Ario Speedwagon. You familiar with them? Of course. Uh, <laughs> this is sad. Do you want to know okay. what my number one memory of REO Speedwagon is? Do I? It's going to make you feel old. Uh-oh. Do you remember in Billy Madison? Yeah, when he's wearing the shirt. <laughs> he pulls up to the high school. <laughs> uh-huh. and he's got like his T-top Camaro uh-huh. and, a, and a jean jacket on. He gets out and he like flips up his collar. He's got an REO Speedwagon shirt on. Yeah. That's what I remember about REO <laughs> Speedwagon. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. That makes sense. That, that's about right. I, uh... Uh, I, I chose the song Roll With The Change. That's all we have. Nothing else. We, we that's our only choice is just to roll with it. I get to t- be told what to do, where to go, when to. Nineteen seventy eight. So you were a kid when that song came out. Yeah. So I that wasn't what I heard on the radio. I heard they they busted big and were top forty by the time I heard of them, and that'll be like eighty three, eighty four. Um, but one of their greatest hits album, "Roll with the Changes," was on there. So that's when I became familiar with that song. Champagne, Champlain, Champagne, Champlain, Champagne, Champagne. Home of uh, University of Illinois. Yeah, go fight in Illini. One of the worst Division One college football programs of like the last thirty years. Well, Jeff um, George was awesome. Jeff George was a number one pick from there. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think his record was like six and five, something uh-huh. like that. Like yeah. they weren't that they weren't even that good when Jeff George was there. Um, and then Jeff George com- like completely went on to, to become a bust. Do you remember the Bears coach Lovey Smith? I, I know the name. Yeah, Lovey is now. Lovey may have been the first. I may, I may have this wrong. Lovey may have been the first African American coach to coach a Super Bowl. Okay, when he coached the Bears in that Super Bowl against the uh, Colts. Um, but Lovey coaches the Fighting Illini now. Mm. And he has this like Santa Claus beard that's completely white. Hmm. He looks like Old Man River. I mean, he is like, he looks like he's 90. His beard is totally white. Really? It's like, I mean, it is like a Santa Claus beard. Um, And it's just like, why would a young man want to go play for this guy that looks like he's 100 years old? And I don't think he is 100 years old. He just looks like it. Like, it's the, it's the, 
toughest look beard I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So if you just look up Lovey Smith beard, you'll see this. And <laughs> okay. he literally looks he looks like he's 100 and he is he's he's 61 years old. Oh, so he's wow. not that much older than you. He's 11 years older than you. He looks like he's 100. Yeah. Wow. Tough. Tough tough look. Very tough. Tough look. All right, we're going to Minneapolis now. Uh we've talked about Alex Children and the replacements. The replacements. I thought you were going to say Prince. Yeah, you would think, and you'd be wrong. That's who. That's that's who I think of immediately. As when you should you say Minneapolis. You should because that's he's the best thing from there. Okay, <laughs> your favorite artist. Um, I, I couldn't decide between unsatisfied and uh, can't hardly wait. <laughs> Was a movie, and they did make Prince Junior. I believe. No, it was um, Ethan Embry. Uh, Oh, Ethan Embry, yeah. And uh, Seth Green. Oh, fucking like smoking hot Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes, yes. Like Jennifer Love Hewitt, not even at her prime yet, but like like LeBron two thousand and four. Yeah, like where it's like, oh, not in the prime yet, but Jesus, this prime is going to be fucking amazing. Oh yeah, that is Jennifer Love Hewitt here. I mean, she is. Oh. Ethan, what happened to Ethan Embry? Uh, right now, I just saw him. Um, my wife is a big fan of the Netflix show with uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, uh, Frankie and Grace, or Grace and Frankie. Grace, Grace and Frankie, he's on that? Yeah, he's the, one of the sons. So weird. He When I think of Ethan Embry, I think of another movie um, uh, that uh, is that, very important, like that, yesterday. That Thing You Do? No, um, <laughs> although that's a good one. Um, it was... Uh, it was a movie from like 1996, maybe. Oh, Empire Records? F- Empire Records, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what year was that? That would be 95. 90- yeah. Yesterday or the day before yesterday or somewhere around here is Rex Manning Day. Yes. <laughs> Empire Records came out in 95. It uh-huh. had one of the greatest fucking soundtracks of all time. Amazing soundtrack. Love it. It had Gin Blossoms on it, which mm-hmm. was just out of out of this world. Yeah. Um, I think Till I Hear It From You was the song on there. I'm trying to find a listing the Empire Records soundtrack. Um, not a great movie. Well, yeah, it was greenlit because Clueless had done so well. And so they greenlit that thing and it just tanked. Not as good, <laughs> but the soundtrack was amazing. Till I uh-huh. Hear From You by the Jim Blossoms. Yeah. Uh, Liar by the Cranberries. Uh, a Girl Like You, Edwin Collins. Uh-huh. The Martinis Free. Toad in the Wet Sprocket, which is a Texas, nice. like, Texas through and through band. Um, Crazy Life. Um, the Innocent Mission, uh, Bright is Yellow, Better Than Ezra, who I fucking love, Circle nice. of Friends. Uh-huh. Um, what else do we have here? Coyote Shivers. Um, yeah. Uh, Luster. Um, yeah. The Cruel Sea, Cracker. Um, Gore. Yeah, <laughs> great. It, and not a great movie. No, but no, it really wasn't. That's, that's what I think of when I think of Ethan Embry. Can't hardly wait. I just feel like that had to have had Freddie Prince Jr. in it somewhere. No, but Freddie Prince was at his height of his powers at the time, and he had all these other movies come out right around the same time. Seth Green was in Can't Hardly Wait. He was. Um, um, Sean Patrick Thomas was in Can't Hardly Wait. Um, let's see, who else? Anybody else? That's pretty much it. 
Oh, let's see. Freddie Rodriguez, who was in, um, oh fuck, he was in, um, he was, he was a, in an HBO show. Um, yeah, and he's currently on Bull and was on the movie Six Feet Under, Bottle Shock. Um, he was in Six Feet Under. Yeah, I never did watch that, but I might as well Man. binge it now because I got all the time. No, it's, I mean, it's like seven seasons of nothing. Oh, really? Okay. It was like pre-Sopranos. Okay. It was like just right before Sopranos, so it didn't know what it could be yet. Mm, okay. I think if they redid it now, it would be there, but it just didn't know what it was. Mm, okay. God, I'm just like, sorry, I cannot stop looking at like 19 and a half year old Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> as you should, Jesus. as you should. Okay, so Can't Hardly Wait, uh-huh. the song. Off their Please to Meet Me album by The Replacements. What year is this song? Uh, 86, 85. Okay. Yeah. Way before the movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, next up, back to a suburb of Manchester, Wigan. Jesus. It's kind of between Liverpool and Manchester. Uh, Have we talked to the, like, Manchester um, Chamber of Commerce or anything about sponsoring this fucking show? Yeah, we really should. I, I need to talk to someone. You call somebody over there and see what they can see do? See what they can do, yeah. Uh, you've heard of The Verve, right? Yeah. So they broke up, and the lead singer, Richard Ashcroft, has some solo projects. So I, I went with... I, re- I remember him as Attorney General, actually. <laughs> Yeah, every time I see the news and Ashcroft, I always think of the Verve and, and him. But it's like that fucking guy's the Attorney <laughs> I mean, General. Jesus happen? Christ! <laughs> They're letting anyone in. It's a quick turn. Yeah. No, the song "Hold On." I feel like we are the only ones alive. I feel like we are the only ones alive. Well, you better. I feel like that's what I have to do every day is just hold on. Now, wasn't there, there was another song. Wilson Phillips? Was, no, was that Hold On to the Night? <laughs> oh, that was, or was Richard, that Richard Marks. Marks. Richard Marks, Hold On to the Night. And then Hold On by Wilson Phillips was like on Brightmaid's soundtrack. Okay. So not that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hold on here. There's a lot of holding on. I got something to hold. A lot of holding on onto, mm-hmm. onto uh, Milton Burl. Yeah. yeah. A lot of room to hold on. Uh, next one was one the other day. Holly woke up and she goes, God, it feels like Groundhog Day. So I quickly played the song that uh, every morning. Remember what came on every morning? On the Was it Sonny and Cher? Uh-huh. I got, I got you, babe. Yeah. So I, I did a cover. I got Richard Jaw Ace and Sons of Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Some some Jamaican guy. So this is... I guess it's true when I've had a lot. At least I'm sure of all the things we've got. We don't do Jamaican shit on this show. <laughs> oh, come Richard on, Richard Ace. <laughs> I couldn't find I'll any th- info on this guy at all. 
It's like hamburger. It's like exactly. It's from a different fucking like yes. dimension. That's exactly what this is. There's there's nothing anywhere. Have the sons of Ace ever fucked Ace of Base? That's what I well, want. Well, they know. should. They absolutely should. They should. Or are they the sons of Ace of Base? Maybe. They should casting couch that <laughs> and figure out what, who's who. Um, Sonny Bono. Uh-huh. The most opportunistic motherfucker of all time. He's whatever, a 40-year-old Jewish man. And he sees like a 19-year-old super hot Cher uh-huh. and just latches onto her and was like, I'm just riding this train as long as I can ride it. Literally. And ends up becoming like a fucking senator or something out of it. Like, Yeah, eventually. Can you imagine like running for office and like your number one, like your number one platform is I fucked a young Cher. <laughs> Like, yeah, we should actually vote for this guy. It's really good, actually. Well, it worked. So apparently that's... It a... did work. And like now, like if he hadn't run into that tree, he might be the fucking president that's of this true. country. That's true. I I mean that like... I'm not joking. Like, he might have been president based on where we are now, all based on the platform that he had sex to share when she was 19. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Seems to be the way to do it. So, yeah. All right. Next up, from Brighton in the UK, a band named Rizzle Kicks. <laughs> You're making shit up. <laughs> you would think. You would think. The song is Everyone's Dead. Everyone's nosing. Everyone's got someone by the scrotum. Everyone's choosing. Nobody's chosen. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. I've been around the world and I've seen a lot of things, but I never thought that I'd see this. I've seen brain dead adults that act like children. Because okay. we're on our way. <laughs> the Rizzle Kicks. Uh-huh. Yeah, two, two young uh, African-American kids, it looks like. Yeah. And they're from Brighton, huh? Yeah. Uh, one of the guys in, in Rizzle Kicks, he was actually played a, a, like a two-second scene in one of the Star Trek or Star Wars reboots, um, like episode seven. He like okay. pushed a button. <laughs> I think it was like a His fig- mother must be so proud. I think so. I think so. What's next? Rob Zombie. In the hands of death. Oh, Where do you stand on Rob Zombie? I like a, a handful of songs, but for the most part, they're all pretty similar. And he, He's not really a musician anymore now, right? No, now he's doing all these horror films. Yeah, it seems like he has completely moved into the horror genre yeah. as far as producing, directing. Night of a Thousand um, Corpses. And, and yeah, just he going straight did a Halloween. Yeah. yeah. The Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell, The Lords of Salem. Yeah. Yeah. Not I don't. That's not my genre, so I don't watch that kind of stuff okay but uh, where do you stand on his music i like you know about probably five or six songs and the rest of them eh. he seems fairly unsophisticated to me for your music taste sometimes i just like things really loud and and heavy get shit done okay mindless mindless uh next up um from paddington london robin hitchcock you ever hear robin hitchcock i i don't know robin hitchcock are they related to alfred Alfred's cousin's nephew's it's something, yeah. So like distant relative. I don't think so. I, I don't. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think these are related at all. But I could. I could be wrong. Um, Apparently, used to be in a band called the Soft Boys. The Soft Boys is where he started. 
And then he went. Rob- <laughs> it's a tough name. <laughs> if you're looking to bang some groupies, you uh-huh. should not name no. the name of your band the Soft Boys. No, no, it was it rethought things. It became Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians. Uh, and then now he's just Robin Hitchcock, kind of solo. And then they got on all sort of TSA watch lists, so they couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, this guy looks like a this guy looks like a tough hang. Yeah, well, he lives in Nashville now, so it's probably kind of calmed down a little bit. Let's ask our friend Tom Hadley, but he just looks like a tough hang. Yeah. Like He looks like very pretentious. Um, he looks like he's always wearing a patterned shirt, mainly um, polka dot, which is a weird... Polka dot, paisley. He's, he's, he yeah, goes for the... Yeah. He's got all white hair. He's, I'm assuming, 65 years old. Uh, yeah, probably around there. Probably around and there. He's, it's just a weird look for... It was funny. Like I, one year, uh, I had tickets to go to the Crocodile in downtown Seattle and watch Robin Hitchcock play a small set. And I get there, and playing backup for him was uh, Peter Buck from R.E.M., just playing guitar for him. Wow. And singing backup was the lead singer of Harvey Danger. Wow. And then out of the crowd was Chris Bellew from uh, Presidents of the United States of America jumped out of the crowd and, and sang a song with him, too. So it was just, that's the kind of shit that, shit that happens in Seattle. The, the, the yeah, scene doesn't, was, that, surprisingly, it doesn't happen in San Antonio. Oh, yeah? yeah? No. <laughs> There's one famous singer from San Antonio. Uh, her name is Vicky Carr. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of Vicky Carr? I have not. She's kind of like Linda Ronstadt. She's like okay. the poor man's Linda Ronstadt. All right. She, um, Vicky Carr. Um, I'm trying to think of what you. I, I'll I'll have to find you some Vicky Carr. But she's like from the 70s. Okay. Sit like late 60s, early 70s, and she did. She's one of the first ones to do like uh, dual language, where she would do some like there'd be. Part in Spanish, part in English, um, and and so the, like Linda Ronstadt got that from her. Gotcha. That's the most famous musician from San Antonio. All right. Tough look. Tough look. Well, the, the song I chose from Robin Hitchcock is "I Pray When I'm Drunk." Yeah, I pray when I'm drunk. I feel the hammer of judgment as it smashes on my soul. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm drunk. Uh, you know, I guess I've been praying a lot lately because it's, it's all I've been doing is getting drunk. Well, maybe that. Hold on a second here. Okay, well, I just I just shit on my own point. I just I googled famous musicians from San Antonio, mm-hmm. and Christopher Cross came up. Okay, all right. Which I had no idea he was from San Antonio. MTV destroyed his career. I mean, but still, like, unbelievable. Oh, he like, was huge. That's a huge pull. It is. That's way bigger than Vicky Carr. Oh, yeah. Um, the next one that comes up is a guy named Pat Green. You may not know Pat. Pat Green is like Texas country. I do not. So he's like famous here. I don't think he'd be famous anywhere no. else. This can't be right. The Butthole Surfers. Oh, nice. There you go. So that I guess it's that and then it's Vicky Carr. Okay. So it's Christopher Cross, Pat Green, Butthole Surfers, and Vicky Carr. Still, yeah. still a fairly tough look, but at least it's better than Vicky Carr being number one. 
So butthole surfers, uh, I didn't know who they were until I was in eighth grade. And a friend of mine had a t-shirt from the butthole surfers. And uh, it was a, a frog jacking off. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You had a frog jacking off? And yeah, yeah, it's the butthole surfers. Huh. Sounds good to me. I got to look this guy up. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Yeah, not a not a super uh, vibrant music scene here, Lance. It sounds sounds like it uh, certainly could do better. Yeah, do better. Yep. All righty, who's next? All right, from Hanover, Germany. Can you think of a band from Hanover, Germany? <laughs> Can, um, Bet you could. Craft Craftwork. Almost. This is uh, our favorite hygienist's favorite band. Wait, I, the, the Scorpions. Didn't she say the Scorpions were her favorite? <laughs> I don't keep. Okay. I don't keep accurate <laughs> All right. uh, written records. Okay. As far as Irene's favorite, uh, I thought she said Irene loves the scorpions. I thought she said she did. So I went with Wind of really? Change because. Uh, Landscape in the future is not what we're used to. The wind of change uh-huh. is the smell that wafts out of the car when you and Clint <laughs> sleep in a car overnight in fucking Cooperstown, New York, uh-huh. and you open the door on that hot box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone around there is like, holy shit, what is this? Like, oh, it's the winds of change. Yeah, we're, we're like the, the VW bus after, in, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High when Sp- Sp- oh, Spicoli pops yeah. out. I can't even imagine that mix of of Taco Bell and uh-huh. fart and uh, and and belching and whatever else is is happening in that in that van. Uh. <laughs> Hit us up, Irene. Let us know if you really do like the Scorpions. Because yeah. I honestly do not remember that. I thought that she said so. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right, from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Can you think of anybody from Albuquerque? Um, uh, no, I okay. cannot. So actually, I think they became big when they moved to Portland, but the, the band, The Shins. Okay. So the song... Ca- I had no idea they were from, from there. Carrying is creepy. I think I'll go home and mold this over for a Because right now, if we're going to have to do the PPE that they're going to tell us to do with the overcoat and the shield and all that kind of stuff, that's going to be creepy. Oh, that that is happening. Yeah, I know. The, to me, the question is, is do we have to outfit our rooms with negative pressure, which is just yeah. the literally craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, next up, are you familiar with the Silver Sun Pickups? I do know the Silver Sun Pickups. Um, they are a frequent band on Alt Nation. Oh, are they really? Okay. Um, From Los Angeles, I went with Panic Switch. Just sleep with a pan 
because okay. the, we have flipped the panic switch with everything going on with this whole negative pressure for the room and all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we've L- lazy eyes. their big hit. That's, that's the one that, they, that plays the most. Oh yeah. Um, I just got a text for, I had text Scott Frome who wrote the article about the possibility of negative pressure rooms. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he says 20 grand and up, um, Ugh. uh, to be able to do it. That's crazy. That's absolute insanity. And so is it going to be that we, just, we can't reopen until we do this, or will we have like two years to be compliant? I don't know. I mean, it seems like to me, <laughs> the point is like now. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it would be, you know, if that becomes a thing, if that picks up momentum, you'd have to do it. And so how long would it take before you could get on the list to do it, you know? Exactly. So I've got four ops. That's, that's 80 grand just for that. Uh-huh. That's like, uh, uh, that. That leaves me thinking, like, is this even worth it? Right, exactly. Ugh. All right, what's next? All right, back to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> Big hit, you, you know this one, Simple Minds. Yeah, of course. So you probably know the song I'm thinking of. Don't you forget about exactly, me. Exactly, because after I pass on from the Rona... Um, that was my class song. Oh, that's right. I think you mentioned that. <laughs> we, I graduated in 1997. Uh-huh. When did that fucking like song come out? 84. What are, what are you doing, class of 97 at, at, uh-huh. at Health Careers High School? What are you even doing? Yeah. I, I still resent that song. As you should. It's a great song, but uh, when you get it but overplayed But it's not like a that, class song no. for somebody who graduated in 1997. No, no. We had Medley and Warren's uh, Time of My Life, Time of Your Life. Is that different than Green Day? <laughs> it is, just a bit. Doesn't Green Day have that? <laughs> they do. That same song? Yeah, they, they do. There's a lot, of, a lot of people have similar titles of songs, but they are not covers. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, back to Manchester. Are you familiar with the uh, band <laughs> Simply Red? Simply Red? Uh-huh. Mick Hucknall? Um, it's the, if you ask me what my favorite color of underwear is, I would say Simply Red. Okay. As you should. So, holding back the years is was a big, big hit. And I'll keep holding on. I'll keep holding on. Holding back the years. You know, I, I got nostalgic with all this. How things have been. Number one, you know, I'm moving during this this quarantine. So you, you, as you're packing stuff and you're finding old pictures and things like that, you start start thinking about how things were. I have a bone to pick with you. Do you? Because I asked you when you were moving, I was like, why don't you kind of keep a list of like crazy shit you find? And we can just do a segment of like uh-huh. crazy shit Lens found at his house that he now has to get rid of. Uh-huh. And you're like, ah, it won't be that good. And then I see Holly posting this shit that's like for sale. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> like fucking pads for like weird motocross oh god yeah and it says like worn once like what's the story with that there's been all kinds of shit that she's that's posted true. that's true and i'm like there's been great there'd be great stuff like there's great content there and you just shit all over the idea <laughs> and i'm watching holly post all this stuff for sale i'm like fuck that that would be funny yeah that would be funny uh-huh. that would be funny like Lance's like nah there's nothing good Nah, there's nothing good. Yeah, we could. Nah, we could good. just scroll through her her, uh, her feed 
and, and start commenting on the stuff that we sold of the nostalgic things. Yeah, that uh, we are but Whistler <laughs> riding the um, mountain bikes, and you can just take the chairlift up and then ride the, the thing down. And I overestimated my abilities. <laughs> just crashed the shit on myself. I mean, I'm black and blue within, you know. So then I go by the, the safety armor and shit, but I can barely ride because it's so much pain. And so that weekend, it was worn more than just one time, but it was one trip, and I gave up. I love this. Uh, a, a do it submersible utility pump. We used it to drain our hot tub, which means that it's fucking radioactive now. Um, a skateboard. Uh, let's see, just some sleeping bags. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of sleeping bags. Yeah, we found um, out we don't camp. Pads. Yeah. Yeah. I was a, I was a Boy Scout, so I camped a lot, and I thought that'd be something we do as a family because as a family. I grew up camping with my family. Not not with this family, no. Uh-uh. A footlocker, mm-hmm. an indo board balance trainer. Yeah, I was going to improve my my skiing ability and balance and things. <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't, couldn't do that fucking indo board to save my life. <laughs> uh, window flag panels never been opened. Day at the beach lot, which is hard to tell what's in this. Uh, it's just big old oversized umbrella and... Uh, chairs to sit out at the beach and things we use that actually a few times here's some good stuff yeah. a wax master yeah I, is that what you use on your bush is this uh random orbital wax master that was that's how we uh polish the dome nice <laughs> um just a framed picture of jesus mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no description um it looks like some kind of beverage container Something that you hold on your wall that looks like frames, an umbrella holder mm-hmm. um a dartboard <laughs> yeah. We we found that we just kept buying stuff and acquiring, and we put them off to the side and, and buy something else and put it in the side. And sometimes we would buy stuff and then not get around to using it right away, and then it got put away and we forgot about it. And that's why you, yeah. you saw that stuff that's unopened that we're like, yeah. wait, shit, we've had that for 10 years. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that would have been a good bit. Yeah. Oh, well. Would have been. All right. What's next after Simply Red? Simply Red is um, out of Chicago, Illinois, Smashing Pumpkins. The song Bury Me. favorite bands of all time nice um my friend Vinay, his absolute favorite band of all time um he will ride or die with smashing pumpkins um i love 1979 i think that's one of the one of the best rock songs ever ever written i love tonight tonight i specifically love the video tonight tonight okay yeah i probably wouldn't just listen to smashing pumpkins though oh really i fell in love with them on their uh, their first album gish but that wasn't what really made them propel them into. Okay, it was their Siamese Dream was what. Uh, yeah, Siamese Dream was their big one. Yeah, uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness was also that was a good huge one. as well. Yeah, um, and then kind of fell off the chain for a while. Yeah, they got an argument with their drummer, and the guitarist got pissed off and left, and Billy Corgan just kind of went kind of mental. 
the there was a a sort of rivalry in the early to mid nineties between Better Than Ezra and Smashing Pumpkins. Um, which kind of in retrospect is sort of like, what? The Sacramento Kings thinks they could play against the Lakers? Right. Just kind of like that. Yeah. But I, I would still pick better than Ezra, which I understand is dumb. Yeah. Um, well. But, yeah, just is, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, Billy Corgan is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not not a great voice. It's a unique voice, that's for sure. Um, would never accuse him of being a crooner. No. No. Who's next? All right, back to Manchester. We already talked about him uh, when we talked about Morrissey. So the Smiths. And I couldn't choose between Miserable Lie and What Difference Does It Make? So what difference does it make? So what difference does it make? It makes none, but now you have gone. And you must be looking very old tonight. Because this whole, I mean, they're, they keep coming out with new, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have actually shut everything down. We're actually better off if we would have done like Sweden. So, but what difference does it make now? The Smiths show up as Jangle Pop as well, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I don't that's think, a real thing. I don't think I would call consider them Jangle well, Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. So um, the Soup Dragons. Are you familiar with the Soup Dragons? I do know the Soup Dragons. Really? Like, I'm trying to remember. what They, they had a big song. Um... um I guess it's I'm Free That's the name of their big song. That's the song I'm choosing. <laughs> Don't be afraid of your freedom. I'm free to do what I want any old time. I said I'm free to do what I want any old time. Free to do what I want, so I can go in and you know we see these dentists that are they're going in and they're they're working full capacity. They're not just doing emergencies; they're they're doing whatever the fuck they feel like until they get turned in and problems. Yeah, I, I saw. Um, I think it was Georgia sent out a deal about like just the state of what's going on or whatever, and, uh-huh. and it, in the email it gave a link like if you know of any office that's still working, narc on their ass yeah. here, and it's like, fucking Fascist. just come on, like yeah. It, it, it that's a really I don't know the the gym next door to me mm-hmm. is still doing some stuff okay and it's annoying yeah um because you know I don't know it's it's annoying that their bus- that that they have not deigned to alter their business yeah because it was uh inconvenient for them yet I have um but I'm not gonna turn them in Hell I'm no. not gonna call the city on them Hell no like so I don't know I- yeah yeah. <sighs> So the Soup Dragons got their name after a character in the 1970s children's television show called Clangers. <laughs> That's another video I've seen on on uh, on Pornhub, Pornhub before. Is cl- its own category. Clangers. <laughs> yep. Uh, next up is a group called Space Hog. Uh, I I like Space Hog. Okay. They had one song. Probably this one. In the meantime.
always is. Oh, okay. They're they're from Leeds, but they went yeah, to, no, that's yeah, that is what that it is what it is. Okay, they're from Leeds, yeah. but they went to New York City to make it big. So both cities could probably claim them. Yeah, their origin on Google shows New York. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, that was a big song in what like ninety five. Yeah, probably right around there. I was in dental school at the time, so yeah, right around ninety five. Yeah. Um. Next up, what's the biggest band from uh, Austin, Texas that you can think of? Um, I mean, it's going to be skewed. It, it, I would pick Jerry Jeff Walker. Um, oh. But again, that's a Texas country kind of thing. Um, or Robert Earl Keane. Um, or Willie. I mean, w- Willie kind of would be... Oh, is he from Austin? I, guess. I don't know. I didn't know that. Okay. He claims Austin. I don't know for sure where he's really from. All right. Let me, well, I chose Spoon. Um, yeah, Spoon is probably... I mean, Spoon had their day Yeah, probably in... 95 97 something like that oh really spoons prime time because i i discovered them like 10 years later in their gaga gaga album yeah willie is born in abbott texas okay um don't know where that is so that's kind of hill country ish um probably i don't know hill country Uh, you have hills down there we do actually yeah Yeah. so abbott's probably an hour and a half from austin would be my guess two hours so i mean he he claims Austin, and I think Austin claims him. Yeah. So okay, I'd say I'd say Willie would be number one. Um, but then then it kind of gets into like what kind of you know what kind of music you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, just I me, mean, just famous musicians from Austin. So I I chose the song "You Got Your Cherry Bomb." Octopus for good. You got that cherry bomb. Blow out that cherry bomb. Because that's what they've done to my practice by this quarantine. Big old cherry bomb. Right. Get ready to, to, to be, get ready to feel dumb because I feel dumb. Okay. <laughs> Janis Joplin. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So that would be number one. For sure. Guy named Bob Schneider oh. um, would be sounds like a fairy is, is what's coming up too. No, Bob Schneider's great. Oh. Um, Bob Schneider's been around for a long time. Um, I knew him with um, I knew him just touring as um, as Bob Schneider, um, but he's been in a couple other bands. Um, Bob Schneider and the Fleas uh, would be a, a, another one. Um, he is, I'm sorry, the, not the fleas, the scabs, Bob Schneider, the scabs. Mm, okay. Um, he's, I think again, kind of like, kind of like Robert O'Keefe or Jerry Jeff Walker, like famous in Texas. I don't know how famous outside of Texas. Here's a couple other ones. Um, Ghostland Observatory. I don't know if you know them. I don't. They are kind of techno, techno music. Um, but then you get into, then you get into this one and this one's going to make you feel dumb. Like Janice made you feel dumb. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Jesus. So we're both kind of dumb for, yeah. that, for that. Not that. Shaky Graves. Hmm. Um, Eric Johnson are both famous ones. Fastball. I don't remember Fastball being from from Austin. Hmm. Jerry Jeff. There's Jerry Jeff. Um, yeah, not remembering Janice Joplin and not remembering... Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan. Just didn't, are, is just didn't tough know. looks for us. A little bit. There's actually a statue of Stevie Ray Vaughan outside of Austin City Hall downtown. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think, even think about Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
Interesting. I don't know why that never even came up in my mind. Anyway, huh. okay. All right. Who's next? Steel Panther from Los Angeles. Familiar with Steel Panther? I feel like I know that name somewhere, but I don't know. I may be thinking of Sex Panther. Not same idea. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Anchorman. They, uh, it's kind of an amalgamation of some, uh, like LA Guns and uh, some other hair metal bands from the 80s. And so it's kind of a funny band, um, but they actually can play their music. So I chose the song Gold Digging Whore. She sounds great. She sounds great. All you gold diggers out there. Yeah. More of just a clear the cleanse the palate of all the other music. Yeah. Uh, back up, back to England. Uh, we talked about stereophonics in the um, in the past. Um, and I chose the song Maybe Tomorrow. So maybe tomorrow I find my way. Maybe tomorrow we can work again. Maybe. Just maybe. They're from a town in Wales that I can't pronounce the name of their town because there's barely a vowel. Oh, holy shit. I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's Kwaman or Maman. <laughs> it, is, it is spelled C-W-M-A-M-A-N. Uh-huh. C-W-M. A-M-A-N. How on earth do you say that, Lance? Kamaman. Wikipedia doesn't even have a pronunciation. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not even trying. Uh... Sometimes they have it where you can hit play and hear a sound. Uh huh. They do not have that. <laughs> they're doing that. <laughs> they, it looks like they just gave up. Come amen. Yeah. Come amen. Come amen. Holy something shit! Something like that. What are these people in Wales? Doing? I don't know. I think they needed to buy a vowel and just never could afford one. And they never had the never had the two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um. And next up is my one of my favorite bands, the Stone Roses, and the song is "What the World Is Waiting For." had them on before we have and just a big band that should have gone bigger and just never did because of ego and and all that and cocaine so that's 1989 is what it looks like yeah their biggest big album in 1989 and they finally did another album in the like 92 but uh life had moved on and they just should have been huge and just blew it had a chance and just blew it nice all right what's next stone temple pilots Hollywood, STP, the big empty. Uh, 
Scott Weiland died. Yeah? He did. Yeah. After he left Stone Temple Pilots, was it Velvet Revolver that he went to? Yeah, he did that. Um, I he was he an he, audio slave too, from? or was it just Velvet Revolver? Can't remember. Let me look. Um, they're listed as from San Diego. From? Okay. Yeah. He's for, Scott Weiland's from San Jose, it's just California band. Okay. Um, doesn't say anything. It just says Stone Temple Pilots, Velvet Revolver, Camp Freddy. The Magnificent Bastards, The Wildabouts, The Wonder Girls, and Art of Anarchy. So he died in 2015. He was 48 at the time, which is tough. Um, Very distinctive 90s voice, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Um, And and really had Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, they were... I I'm get they really hit like ninety three probably ninety two ninety four yeah so when they hit range. I I kept thinking it was Pearl Jam he sounded like Eddie Vedder to well, me well that's the thing it was it was almost like too it was almost they they just blended in with that too much yeah a little bit like if if Nirvana or Pearl Jam or whatever hadn't existed these guys might have been yeah the the bigger band but because they were like a month and a half late yep. They were sort of like, oh, okay, well, we'll just put them in with like Soundgarden and you know yeah. Smashing Pumpkins and Bush and those, um, and didn't didn't maybe get the full shake. Had they been a little bit earlier, they'd be up there with Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Next one, back to the UK. If we're from Guildford near London, is a band, the Stranglers. Never heard. Never of heard them. of them. They were S- sounds. Think it was late. Sounds 70s. violent. I think it was late seventies. So kind of in the punk scene, but not really a punk sounding band. At least the cho- the song I chose is ninety six tears. We're down here. And you're side crying. times you've cried uh this week actually maybe just today <laughs> is there a dentist who hasn't cried once if there is he has no soul yeah probably so hard as black as coal. probably so hard as black as paul goodman's eyeliner <laughs> <laughs> all right next up from derby which is near nottingham there's a band called the struts and uh, I, I chose the song Tatler Magazine because, you know, that thing you mentioned in Georgia where they said, hey, if you know an office that's open, you know, tell on them. Yeah, that kind of goes in vain with that. It was the Tatler Magazine. Every day is the same. 
I'll go to work, then back again. I flick through the pages. Oh, to be rich and be shameless. And when I close my eyes, I'm inside. I play out every word I read. Some people stay content with how they're living. the movie red dragon with edward norton i saw the preview i never did see it okay it's a good movie it's it's in the same universe as silence of the right. lambs like it's hannibal lecter uh-huh um and edward norton who's legitimately one of my top five favorite actors yeah um he plays a guy named will graham who's the one who caught hannibal lecter okay uh and so hannibal lecter's already caught it's the same sort of shtick hannibal lecter's already caught uh-huh. they're using hannibal lecter to get information about this other guy um, and in that, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh-huh. the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman, plays a magazine editor, and he's the editor of a magazine that's supposed to be like the National Enquirer, uh-huh. but it's called Tattler Magazine. Really? So that's what that makes me think of. Interesting. Is, uh, is that it's a good movie? You should watch it. It's it's uh, holds up okay. really good. Uh, Liam Neeson, Ed Norton, okay. obviously Anthony Hopkins, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, nice. really good. Okay, really worth a watch. Okay. All right, well, going back to Minneapolis, another band that is not Prince, Sugar, which is, we talked about Bob Mould in the first episode. Um, this is his band after Husker Du broke up, and the song is Helpless. Just FYI, on the Wikipedia, it says that Sugar's origin is Austin, Texas. Just FYI. Really? Then maybe he joined an existing band? Does it say Bob Mould yeah, was the singer? Bob Mould, David Barbie, and Malcolm Travis. Okay. I always just assume... After, after frontman Bob Mould departed Husker Du, he released two solo ventures, Workbook and Black Sheets of Rain. Mm-hmm. Neither album was received well. <laughs> Mould uh, was released from his contract with Virgin Records in 1991 as a result. Shortly after, Mould recorded a demo tape of over 30 songs and formed Sugar with David Barbie and Malcolm Travis. The band was named in Athens, Georgia at a Waffle House <laughs> when Mould spotted a sugar packet on the table. Okay. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's not a great, wow. that's not a great origin story. No, no. There, where's the radioactive spider? Come on. I, yeah, I need, right. I need a goo. There's something better than... than uh, just looking at the closest thing <laughs> next to you and calling it that. Like that's Mookie Blaylock? <laughs> yeah, well, this is wor- this is the worst version of that. Okay, <laughs> a much worse version of that. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh-huh. What was the what was the sugar song? Helpless, because I feel a little bit helpless right now with uh, the way things are pretty much out of my control. John Mayer has a great song called Helpless. That's really oh good. really yeah. I would highly recommend that one as well. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Super Tramp. Did you ever hear of Super Tramp? You might be too of young. Of course. Okay. No, I know Supertramp has a couple of very famous songs. Yeah, they were huge in the late 70s. Um, what's their number one song? You, you hear it like in movies and TV shows all the time. Um, there's a really famous Supertramp song. What's the most famous Supertramp song? Well, the one I'm going to use is the Logical Song. There are times when all the world is 
might be it. It might be it. Uh, it's raining again. Might be another one, but that might be Roger Hodgson went solo, and I, that might have been his song. Okay, not, not really sure. Uh, next up is a band Talk Talk. You familiar with Talk Talk? I am not. Uh, Gwen Stefani covered this song, and it went got its second wind because of her. But it, spider webs? No, the other one. It's my life. <laughs> That's a pretty popular one. Um, where do you stand on Gwen Stefani? Uh, I think she's great. Um, I don't own any of her stuff. I probably wouldn't bother going to um, buy a ticket to the show. But I don't. So, all right. 94, 95, no doubt comes out, uh-huh. right, with yeah. with their legendary album. Um, what's the name? I can picture the cover of it. Um, Tragic Kingdom. Okay. Huge. Alanis Moore, so no, Tragic Kingdom's huge. Uh-huh. Alanis Moore said Jagged Little Pill is massive. You've uh-huh. got um, uh, Cranberries are huge. Garbage is huge. Uh-huh. None of those people, none of them, and we're talking like multi-platinum records, records that everybody owned. None of those people have translated into long-term success. Gwen Stefani's the closest one, true. but she's not a music personality anymore. She's a TV personality. Yeah. And the kind of music she plays, like she went from being this the the lead singer in No Doubt and like Don't Speak and all the songs to the fucking B A N A N A S, like the fucking banana song. Like, what are uh-huh. you doing? Yeah. What on earth are you doing? Yeah. You had like a voice, like you you were supposed to be the next Janis Joplin, and yeah. now you're like a weird like. I, it's like exactly what happened in that movie with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. What was that? Um, Stars Born. Stars Born. Yeah. It's exactly what happened with that. Yeah. Like, what? Play your music. What happened? What? Where's your voice gone? Now you're like you're dating Blake Shelton because you're on the fucking Voice, the TV show. Uh-huh. Like, what happened to the person that wrote Tragic Kingdom? Where is that person? Did that person die? Apparently, did someone get? Did someone replace Gwen Stefani with this robot? I don't know. That's one of those, like, I look back, like, I look back and listen to Tragic Kingdom, and I see what Gwen Stefani's doing now, mm-hmm. and it's just like, Jesus, what on earth? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's good questions, yeah. and, and I don't have any answers. She, she divorced Gavin Rossdale, and that, it's all been downhill. It very much is. So, so this was Talk Talk, and what was the name of the song? It's, it's my, my Life. Life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, from the soundtrack, Team America World Police. <laughs> I went, freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't free. Now there's a hefty fucking thing. And if you don't throw in your buckle valve, if you don't throw in your buckle valve, ooh, buckle valve, freedom calls a buckle. Yeah, because uh, we're we're learning right now. We're not that free. We kind of told what to do. Matt Damon. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. Oh, really? That and and the and the puppets fucking. Yeah. That's what I remember. Fucking, uh, yeah, I'm so Rory. Matt <laughs> Damon. Everybody has eight. Anyway, yes. 
<laughs> All right. I did see this. I did see. I was watching CNN this morning, uh-huh. and they're having one of those like CNN Global Town Halls uh-huh. with Sanjay Gupta and Anderson Cooper with special guests this week. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Who gives a fuck what Magic Johnson has to say about this? Yeah. Seriously, uh, we're not breaking down like no. what a like what what passes you have to make to get out of a press defense or how Kareem Skyhook opened up the perimeter game for the Showtime Lakers. Yeah. It's about it's about coronavirus. What does Magic Johnson have to do with that? I seriously don't understand no. why Magic Johnson is the special featured guest. Is he an epidemiologist? You would think. I mean, I know he liked to bang groupies, which is why he got AIDS, but like what, what? How else is he an expert on the coronavirus? Yeah. What is Sanjay Gupta going to talk about with Magic Johnson? I don't know. Did you tune in? No, okay. it's like tomorrow. Oh, it? Okay. Yeah, Maybe. it's Thursday. Maybe I'll have to watch. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can imagine is like he's talking about like James Worthy wearing that eye protection. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I don't know like why Magic Johnson is on the show. Are we like that deep into this crisis? I think I, so. It reminds me, Dave Chappelle has this bit. Where he talked about he's like watching like MTV news uh-huh. during nine eleven, and they were like, uh, "Wow, this this is just uh, this is just unprecedented. This uh, this act that's happened today. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got we've got Jaw Rule on the phone. Let's go and see what Jaw Rule. <laughs> is like, who gives a shit what Jaw Rule has to say right. during nine yeah. eleven? Like, who cares what Magic Johnson has to say? <laughs> this like seriously, what are we doing? Uh. Oh God. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, from Bath, England. I mentioned him earlier. Tears for Fears. Uh, so there's a Tears for Fears song that I love. Okay. Uh, it's called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yes. Is that what you picked? That's not. Damn it. I went with Mad World. And I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you because I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a It's, it's it's a mad world we're living in. It certainly is. Um, they have not aged particularly well. Not so much. Not so much. Specifically, the one guy. I don't know which one it is. The, the, he's got short hair now. Uh, Roland Orzabal uh, had long hair at the time, but short now. Yeah, not not looking good. No. Uh, really bad haircut. Yeah. Um, Kurt Smith looks the same, but just with gray hair. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Australian, I believe. Right. You you said bad. I think they're like, from Australia. They. Maybe originally they're kind of like the the Bee Gees, you know. They're from Australia, but they went to Manchester and got raised. So both both places. Can Maybe claim I'm them. wrong. I don't know why I thought they were they were um, Australian because they talk funny. Yeah. No, yeah, they are from England, yeah. or at least Roland is. Yeah. Let's see about the other guy. Yeah, he's from Bath as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thought they were Australian, other than maybe they uh, they were big in Australia. That may be it. Yeah, maybe. Next up, uh, I mentioned him in the previous episode, The The from London. And I just felt like the song Infected was appropriate. So that's me with your love. Mess me to sickness. Mess me back to hell. Down me with the gift of the night world. Tell 
tough SEO band again. A lot of these, <laughs> a lot of these bands were not thinking about SEO when we started. No, no. Back in the day, that wasn't a consideration. That's the worst name for a band I've ever I, heard. It probably is, yeah. Well, worse than X? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the yes. The. <laughs> uh, next up, Thompson Twins. Hold me now. That's them. The song is that the song? Is not. It's okay. Doctor Doctor. Doctor Doctor, can't you see I'm burning, burning? Oh, Doctor Doctor, is this love I'm feeling? Gifts at night. Okay. Because uh, that's what a lot of people are needing right now with the with the Rona. You need to do your hair like the guy in the Thompson Twins. <laughs> do I? <laughs> the blonde guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would. Or is that a woman? I can't. That's a woman. It's very. The blonde's a it's, woman. It's a woman? Uh-huh. Okay. That's an, uh, say hello to androgyny. Yeah. Um, these all, all people, all the people in the Thompson Twins mm-hmm. look androgynistic. I could not tell you which is a male and which is a female with any authority yeah. or with any confidence. Yeah, they. Uh, I actually saw them uh, in in concert about a year or two ago, and the the lead singer guy, pretty much the whole band has been replaced by his kids. So it's almost like it's like the Partridge family. <laughs> it's like the family business, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's a shitty family business. Yeah, it's it's the the Cowsills. So they're nice. from Sheffield, UK, but I they when they retired from the mainstream, they went to New Zealand, and uh, but now they're kind of back on the scene touring states. You had to go see the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> now, our next one, I think we've talked about before, Two Door Cinema Club. Yes. So from that's another. I like I, I like Two Door Cinema Club, but there was literally a Jimmy uh, Jimmy Kimmel bit where he went to Coachella uh-huh. and and made up a bunch of band names to ask the people about like how, how oh. they're looking forward to. Yeah. And one of the, but he would pick real band names to put in there from time to time. Okay. Um, and like to get people off and they'd have to guess which one was real and which one wasn't. And two door cinema club is one that they put in there Okay, that did end up being real. And the people were like, no, that's fake. That can't be real. And no, that's funny. You know, obviously is, is a real band. Yeah. From banger, which is near Belfast. So I, not banger, Maine, not banger, Maine, banger near Belfast. Uh, okay. so I chose the song next year. Maybe someday you'll be somewhere talking to me as if you knew me saying when okay. I get to open my doors again is next year. It's when we get anything. And they won't again, be my doors I'll be opening because I will have gone. You know what I was thinking is I was thinking that if this keeps going and dentistry gets shut down, uh-huh. it, it literally, I think the government is going to have to step in and like form the NHS basically. Like what they have in the UK. Yeah. Like basically buy dental practices and then just we all work under It sounds like government. single payers coming. Like that's, yeah. And, and like I think that's sort of what's Kind of like if this keeps going, that's kind of kind of be how this has to work. Yeah, yeah. Next up, I is, hope they pay for my negative pressure room. <laughs> no shit, at eighty thousand dollars. I would hope so. I'd hope so. Uh, next up, I have you two, your favorite band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I chose the song "Running to Stand Still." Still. 
I don't know that one off the top of my head. Oh, really? It's from Joshua Tree. And um, right now, that's how it feels, is just running to stand still. I don't... I just... I think I was... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hair young for you two. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think... I think you need to have been in formative age, like even even before Joshua Tree, I think, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I really do. Because now when I think, like, I honestly think you two now, because what, what was Joshua Tree, like 88? 87, 88. I think that's, I think you had to have been a teenager then. Yeah. Teenager or twenties then. Well, back, back, those are the people who like you too. Back then, they were political. They were they stood for something. It was anti IRA. It was it was stuff. And then um, they made it so big that they didn't need to speak out against anything anymore. So they just became a pop. Sensation. It's like I I graduated high school in ninety seven, which was in the Pop Mart album came out. Okay, and that's literally just like pop garbage. Yeah. Like there's no message. There's nothing to it. There's no yeah. There's there's nothing. It's just pop. It's and like Madonna was doing pop at that point. Like all these yeah. bands that were like supposed to mean something at some point earlier on, like in '88 through '92 or whatever, didn't mean anything anymore. And it was just literally just synth garbage. Yeah, I, I fell in love. And with, so when I look at you two, that's what I feel. I, I, Sunday Bloody Sunday off of Under a Blood Red Sky or You Two Wide and Awake in America, but these two EPs that were that changed everything but yeah their their later stuff is just kind of like Ugh. it's a beautiful day yeah they're just trying it's to write a next song for another commercial yeah it's exactly right so like oh how can we get in a diet coke commercial oh yeah it's a beautiful day yeah. shut shut the fuck up yeah, bono for sure for sure <laughs> uh next up is the song wicked game that was originally done by chris isaac but i chose a different version of it um you ever heard of ursine volpine <laughs> no but i <laughs> no. So, Wicked Game by Chris Isaac is what, 91, One? maybe? Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like it, 90, 91. Uh-huh. I remember that video. Oh, yeah. Because it was, <laughs> uh, there are listeners here who are too young to remember that there were not, there was not a day in time where you could freely get pornography anytime you wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that video would come on and it had like, I don't know, she's like a bathing, she's like a swimsuit model or something. something. Like that. Yeah. She's smoking hot and they're just like writhing all over each other. Yeah. And and that's as kind of, and she's like, she's topless. She has, uh-huh. like, she's doing the hand bra. And yeah. get some side boob action there. Yeah. You get a little side, a little under boob. Mm-hmm. And that's like as good. And she's like in the surf, like in, like yeah. walking along the beach. That's as good as it got. Like that, oh, it was yeah. that, or like the scrambled channel where you could yeah. sometimes see a nipple. And it, it was black it, and white. The video was black and white. Yeah. So it was artistic. That, which was, yeah. That's my memory. That scrambled channel. Right. That's my memory of this song was okay. specifically the video, which was a day in time. Like that happened mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, I don't like that song, but I like that video. Like the right. video was a huge part of everything. Video had to be just right. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, this that version, video was just right. This is the debut trailer for uh, open world racing video game Forza Horizon 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. And shown at the E3 in 2016. And so the this is uh, Ursine Vulpine featuring Annika or Anaka, or however you say her name, whoever's singing. So it's a girl singing this song, and it's slow, and it's it's pretty cool. No.
What happened to Chris Isaac? Uh, he did a couple TV shows, and uh, now he's probably just uh, probably he should have been Nashville. a huge star. Should have been. What ha- was it? Drugs or was I, it just one hit wonder? I think like, more one hit wonder style kind of thing, where he just couldn't repeat what his, he had done, and apparently acting wasn't his thing because he gave that a try and it didn't really take off. Yeah, he should have been a massive star. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Next up is Van Morrison, who is Irish, but he moved to L.A. to become big. And uh, I chose the song Days Like This. When it's not always raining, there'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. Everything falls into place like the flick of a switch. Well, my mama told me there'll be days like this. When you don't need to worry, there'll be days. Yes, there's a lot of lot of them. He has a surprisingly long list of hits. He's a huge, yeah. He's been around since the '60s. It's what Astral Weeks was his debut, '67 ish. Yeah, is he still like? Is he still touring? Can you? I think he does. He's still playing music. I think so. How old is he? He's uh, he's 75 years old, 74. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those artists that if you see him in concert or see him, his tickets are available, go because you never know when he's going to yeah, retire. Yeah, he's going to be dead soon. Yeah, yeah. Because like he gets we, Rona, he's fucked. We we missed out on on um, Neil Diamond and uh, always assumed next time he's in town, I'll, I'll get tickets and just never did. And now he's because of Parkinson's, he's he's retired. So you're not missing much. I got to be honest. With you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just don't think Neil Diamond's that good. Okay. Jesus, the dogs are all over the place today. It's <laughs> so what we get for recording in the middle of the day. That that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> My next one is the. Have you ever heard of the band The Vapors? Uh, I've I I have hit the vapor. Uh, okay. Well, there's a song that uh, turning Japanese. Super racist, man. <laughs> Do you know why what the song's about? Well, I mean it's it's um Is there not much else to do, so I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I mentioned earlier uh the Verve. So the next up is the Verve. And I chose a song, The Drugs Don't Work. Now the drugs don't work. They just make you worse, but I know I'll see your face again. Because right now we don't have a vaccine for the Rona. The Verve like literally have another song. <laughs> they do. They have a few songs that were pretty good, but they only had that one that was just gargantuan. You know, bittersweet Probably symphony. Probably top five song from the decade, maybe. Oh yeah, easily. Um. I did. I literally did not know that they had another a discography. <laughs> yeah, I literally thought that. I mean, not only one hit wonder. I just thought they had one song. I just thought like time had deleted all of their other songs. Uh huh. Hmm. You were wrong. <laughs> okay. Usually is the case. Yeah. Uh, next up, I think we talked about them before. Walk the Moon. I've heard of Walk the Moon. I think they play. Um, 
I think there's a song that plays on my Pandora. Yeah, sh- well, shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I chose the song Tightrope. Walk a tight, walk a little tightrope. every time we go back to work without the proper PPE. Yeah, I don't know. I, they keep asking for it, and I thought uh-huh. it didn't work. It was, I thought, the problem. I thought that's why we had to close down is because our yeah. PPE didn't work. Exactly. But now they want it, and they want me to donate it. Yeah. And now they want everybody to be wearing it everywhere they go. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that the healthcare workers needed masks, not everybody yeah. going to the fucking grocery store. Exactly. Um, the, the amount of, like, doublespeak and, and whatnot um, is is really a lot like it, yeah. it's, it drives me nuts uh all of this of, yeah. of oh dentistry can't work because her ppe isn't good enough but we also need you to to download it or to uh donate to to donate it and it just is it's it's a real mess yeah yeah all right so another uh northern england band from uh, liverpool is the wild swans and i chose the song the worst year of my life the worst year of my life That's about I think right. 2020 is going to shape up to be the worst year of my life. I, I mean, it's got to be everybody's, right? I would think it would be a hard one to to beat. Next one. So the next one is a, another band from Liverpool uh, <laughs> called Here Comes the Anxiety. Uh, the name of the band is the Wombats. And okay, I know the Wombats. Yeah, and they had uh, Let's Dance to Joy Division. Was- Let's Dance to Joy Division and celebrate the irony favorite of theirs but uh here comes the anxiety is definitely on my list this week because there's a fair I'd amount of say it that this is the darkest song i ever wrote no hint of a smile or the usual quirky anecdotes no this is a song about someone you want not to say what not to do so now I think I'll just be honest I hope that no one ever leaves Cause I don't wanna be alone with me Not with the things that rush up and down This infinite spine Here comes the love anxiety Can't let it grab a hold of me Not after last time 
to fill out. It's been here. Yeah. Have you filled out your SBA, like PPP, whatever forms and all that? Yeah, I haven't heard back from anything. So it's like, and I keep hearing, oh, yeah, we need another trillion dollars. We ran out. I'm like, shit, well, I didn't get it. My my first disbursement. Yeah, I've got got nothing. I got nothing. And I haven't heard from any dentist who has. Yeah, I've heard. Great. Great programs. Great government you got here. Yeah. Uh, Next up is a band called The Wonder Stuff. And they're from England, mid uh, middle of England. Um, Stour Bridge is near Birmingham, near Wolverhampton, where uh, Mighty Lemon Drops are from. Um, You're just making shit up at this point. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. The song I chose is The Size of a Cow. You know that I've been drunk a thousand times. And these should be the best days of my life. Life is not what I thought it was. That's gonna be pretty much. It's it basically a song of saying how we're we're making mountains out of molehills. It's uh, things are a size of a cow. Yeah. Um. Uh. The next up is a band called The Wooden Tops from South London. Um. The song is maybe it won't last. I'm hoping it won't last. The wooden tops. Wooden tops. When I search for it, what comes up is to buy a wooden top on Amazon. You would think. The SEO of these bands is just terrible. Can you tell me, when was the last time somebody bought a wooden top on Amazon? (laughs) Uh, When they broke their dreidel and they needed, uh, you know, Hanukkah, just wasn't the same. Oh, my God. What a waste of time on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about this one? Standard standard wooden top set of four made in the USA. I love the 32 people <laughs> who l- took the time to review this, to type a review. Yeah. Wonderful wooden tops. <laughs> These were exactly what I was looking for. They are very nice, well-made uh-huh. wooden tops. The colors are not gloss, which gives them an old-fashioned appearance. They are very, very well-balanced for spin for a long time if you give them the proper start. They are fun, small enough to carry around with you, and ready for a top battle. One note, this type of top does not flip over like the rounded ones do. These spin on their points, so if you're looking for more uh, of the type that will flip, get the rounded one called flip tops. I wow. love the person that had enough time to do this. To, wow. to like that, And that review was written on September 1 of 2016. So there was no quarantine going on. There no. should have been plenty of things to do. And yet... Who is writing a, a, a three-paragraph review of wooden tops that they buy on Amazon? Wow. <laughs> uh, another 80s band, World Party. You ever heard of World Party? I have not. Okay, from London. Um, the song I chose was Ship of Fools.
sometimes I think that's what's guiding the world is just a yes. big ship of fools. A hundred percent true. Uh, after that, I have XTC. You're familiar with XTC? I, I, I <laughs> not, am. Not, not ecstasy. Maybe because there's a, I think there's a strip club in San Antonio called XTC. Well, really? I think so. I may be wrong. All right. I've never been there. I've just seen it. You're right. Drive by. and We, we notice things. Um, they're from near London or Swindon. Um, the famous song of theirs is called Dear God. Dear God, hope you got the letter and I pray you can make it better down here. I don't mean a big reduction in the price of beer. But all the people that you may know in your see them starving on their feet. Cause they don't get enough to eat from God. Can't believe in you. Dear God, sorry to disturb you, but I feel that I should be a lot unclear. We all need a big reduction in amount to Let's not, see here. Not familiar with that one? Uh, I'm Googling it. You might might recognize it when we hear it. Yeah, I'll have to hear it. 1986. Maybe not. Okay. People reference it occasionally from time to time. It's on movie soundtracks and stuff like that. So just kind of one of those songs that just kind of keeps popping up as time goes on. How many more we got? Just a few more. All right. Uh, We're at like next, two hours. I know. Uh, Young the Giant. We mentioned that earlier. And uh, I do like Young Young the Giant very very. So the song "My Body." good song you know we got uh that's what we're we're dealing with the rona uh, and then we talked about the 1975 earlier so here's a song settle down We just all need to just settle down. I'm trying. It's hard to do. It, it really is. And then are you a big fan of 10,000 Maniacs, Natalie Merchant? Not, not really. No, okay. I've never been a big Natalie Merchant fan. Um, okay. Specifically her solo stuff, which was like late 90s. Yeah. Um, I, I thought she was pretentious. Um, I, I just, I, I was never, it, it never really appealed to me. Okay. Well, I think when when she's still part of Ten Thousand Maniacs, she was still hungry and and wasn't trying to make a stand on anything. She was just making songs. So I took these are days. These are the days.
that's not a Natalie Merchant song. That is a 10,000 Maniac song. It is. These are the I remember they had like a pretty popular MTV Unplugged. Oh, yeah? And I was like, you're kind of already unplugged. Like, they're a fairly acoustic band. And so it's like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal to make to make them acoustic because they were kind of close to that anyway. They were folky. Yeah. Like, versus like Kurt Cobain doing Nirvana stuff unplugged is really cool because it's like, there's a completely different sound. To them, it wasn't that different of a sound. Like, I don't, yeah. and, and I always felt like you had to be a certain level to like have an MTV unplugged. Like, why are they letting yeah. this yeah. this band? It's not, I don't know. It wasn't wasn't for me. 10,000 Maniacs was not made for me. And so I guess okay. that's okay. They'll do it. All right. Another band from New York is uh, They Might Be Giants. I do mm-hmm. like They Might Be Giants. Fairly comical. From Brooklyn. Yeah, they are pretty funny guys. They so, they also do kind of the, they do the different album. Like they'll do a country album. They'll mm-hmm. do a, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. So I chose Everything Right is Wrong Again. Everything right is wrong again Just like in the long, long trailer All the dishes got broken The car kept driving And nobody would stop this ever Wake me when the tower touch my face Tell me every word has been erased Don't you want to know the reason Why the cover's not up in And don't you get the feeling That everything that's right is wrong again You're a weasel love We come with you I don't know that one, but I'll look forward to it. It's from their, from their very first album, their debut, and uh, what, what, 86, I think. And uh, yeah, everything right is wrong again. Our, our PPE was right, but now it's wrong. Yeah, get used to that. Who knew? Who knew? And I figure uh, last song by Snow Patrol. Chasing cars? No, it is isolation. We're afraid of everyone. Afraid of the sun. Isolation. Isolation. The sun will never disappear. But the world may not have many years. Isolation. Isolation. Yes. From Dundee, Scotland. Got Snow Patrol. And they uh, are another uh, I would consider them a one hit wonder. Oh really? They can actually their their discography is pretty good, but probably the as far as sales, probably a one hit then. Yeah. Chasing Cars is is by far a huge hit. That's yeah. by far the biggest hit they've ever had. I don't know isolation. Um you said they're from Dundee, Scotland. Okay. And that's not Australia. It is just north of Australia. It's north and, and west of Australia, I believe. It depends which direction you go. <laughs> or north and east. Sure. Dep- yeah, it depends on which way you go. <laughs> right. It's a long-ass flight no matter which direction. <laughs> yes. It is. It is. That's the end? That is the end. Snow Patrol is the end? How does that come after XTC? Because after I was done, I you went saw back. that. And I'm like, ooh. Because I, well, I saw Isolation. I'm like, shit. I actually saw also Joy Division's Isolation at the same time. And so I'm like, ooh. We're both in isolation. Um, so. that's We just did two hours. That's without sound clips. So that'll yeah. be two hours and 40 minutes. That'll be our longest show ever. Longest. Um, we have a couple things in the hopper uh-huh. for some experimental stuff. I would really like to get Clint on. Okay. Because Clint has relaunched Totally Oral. He has. He's has. taken it in a different direction. So I'd love to get him on and talk about that. 
Yeah. And we are working on a little something maybe with Mike Totola that I think could be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I think so. So look forward to that. Um, if you want to get your mind off of all this, I think that will be a great way to do it. Um, For so sure. That'd I look be forward to hearing from Clint. I look forward to hearing from Mike. Um, depending on how the thing goes with Mike, we might do something sports related in the same vein. Sweet. Um, so let's see how that one goes with Mike. So, all right. Um, thanks for hanging in there through Lance's <laughs> 700 song, infinite playlist, infinite, uh, yeah. quarantine playlist, three episodes, probably six hours of content, God, I would guess. Yeah. Sure. Something like that. Shit. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Joshua Austin, shit, no, that's me. Uh, for Lance <laughs> Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world to its own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Beat it up and not speak. Grunt, no strength. The ladder starts to clatter with fear. Fight down high. Fire in a fire. Rivers in the seven games. In the government for hire. In a combat site. Left to us to come in a hurry with the furies breathing down. My team reporters battle Trump, Jether Crop, look at that, no plane, fine, then, uh-oh, overflow, population, common food, but it'll do, save yourself, serve yourself, world, serve its own needs, listen to your heart, breathe, dummy with the rapture and the rabbit and the right, right, you patriotic, patriotic, slam, fight, bright, light, feeling, pretty sight, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world. Slice and burn, return, listen to yourself, churn Locking in, uniform and foot, burning blood Letting every motive escalate, automotive Centerate, light a candle, light a motor Step down, step down, watching heel crush, crush Uh-oh, this means no fear Cavalier, renegade, steer clear A tournament, a tournament, a tournament of lies Offer me solutions, offer me alternatives And I decline It's the end of the world As we know it It's the end of the world As we know it It's
end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it.